Live from the res here, the one, the only little stone in the house. What's happening, man? What's up, dude? How you been? Good. It's good to see you. It's a new year, new everything. This is the first podcast of the year. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here for the first one. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here because one thing that I noticed in, in social media world is that you've been hitting the gym a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, uh, last year, um, you know, I, after I had my second kid, I started to see how I started to look. I started having that dad bod. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then but then i saw my you know my uh music friend you know uh loose lyric he uh he started to work out for you know and i started i started to see how he was changing his body and he, how he was working how he can work and then go to the gym too at the same time so i said fuck if he could do it i could do it so then that's where it started from there and then i've just been just building muscle and losing weight so it's been pretty cool yeah, that's good. It's motivational. I know I've been watching it online. Kind of, I'm like, I gotta go to the gym, dude. I gotta work. I keep saying that, but then I do that end of the year, like, well, I'm just gonna start the year out fresh. You know, <laughs> I'm just gonna give up on Thanksgiving to Christmas and just be uh, eating and doing whatever. And then, uh, you know, obviously we had a hardship here. You know, we lost my cousin and everything, and so everything kind of just got thrown out, right. you know, out the window and just, you know, all focus and everything, uh, survival mode. Yeah. Uh, those out there don't know, uh, we lost. Uh, Andre Dominguez, Andre J. Dominguez. He was uh, one of the originators of this podcast. My guy. Um, we're co-hosting this. We envisioned to do this. And yeah, same as you, you know, when it started his family and stuff. And then yeah. um, anyways, he had, he uh, passed he passed on and, uh, and, you know, going into November. And so that was a rock. So it was kind of like a, I hate to say it, but it was kind of almost like an excuse to not do nothing too. Right, so you're just not feeling right. it. You're feeling down and out. It was kind of a hard year as it was. So then for me, coming back in this new year, it's like, man, I need to get motivated. I need to get back to hiking. I need to get back to working out, hitting the gym a little bit. And it is hard. I know when I had my oldest son, I think I gained like 50 pounds, dude. Right. I used to work out, run, I was fit. And then my oldest son comes and, you know, with the old lady, and it's like, she wants something to snack on. All right, I'll get us something to snack on. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're going to go work out for an hour at the gym? Let's just watch a movie and relax. You're like, yeah. So you start rubbing your lady's belly. Mm. And, you know, and, and you're really enjoying the whole being a, a dad thing, you know. Exactly. But, dang, you start putting it on. You start getting soft. Yeah. And then when you do go work out, you're just, like, not where you were. So you're like, mm -hmm. you know. I'll you compartmentalize it like I'll, I'll, put, I'll put you know I'll hit it hard when I get back to it right but then that's like months later if, uh, you know and exactly. then the and then you me I remember thinking like well when the baby comes I'll get in the schedule shoot mm -hmm. man you're just tired like I was tired mm -hmm. for like ten years straight yeah. <laughs> but but it is it's hard man that dad bod yeah. just creeps up on you like it that. does it does smacks you in the face I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize how big I was getting until I'd freaking bend over to pick up something and I'd be breathing all hard I'm like oh. Shit. <laughs> I caught the Rona. I caught the Rona. Hey, well, fuck! Just freaking sound like I'm like I just ate like two like two Indian tacos right now. Just bringing up this one leaf. Was uh, Dean Dean Osuna from uh, Warpath Nation? Shout out to those guys. Oh, he told me out. when he was in here. He goes, "Yeah, you can tell when you're when you're big because you start tying your shoes on the side." Uh, he goes, when I started losing weight, my knots start getting towards the middle of my shoe. And I never noticed that. So I said that. And I look around and I look at my shoes. I'm like, oh, man. You know, you do. You bend <laughs> yeah, over. You do. To, yeah, you bend you over go, to your you shoe. Like, yeah, you go this you way. You a lot of breath. Straight, yeah. Start catching your, you're holding your <laughs> breath to try to tie them and do weird stuff like that. I <laughs> hey, know. For real. Just one little jog. You just <sighs> look like Jonah Hill <laughs> from uh, Superbad. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you, what have you been doing? What do you, uh, what motivates you? And then like, what kind of stuff you've been doing? Just going to the gym or uh, weights well, or? Yeah, cardio, I mean, I think? do I do everything. I do weights. I do mostly weights, but I'll hit cardio just for, you know, just to drop the weight. And then right now I'm training uh, my neighbors 
um, right now to, you know, cause they, they saw my transformation from, you know, within three months and they're like, dude, like, can you make, can you help me get like that? I'm like, sure. Why not? And ever since then, you know, I just been training them. Like they'll come to the gym with me and then other people will want to come and join us too. Like at the gym too. It's pretty cool. You know, but other than that, yeah, I just, I just lift weights. Like I, like I did, um, I think what my first three months, I did a three month challenge where, you know, I did it just every day consistent. I did, uh, uh, Triple H's workouts, which is, you know, you don't have to lift so heavy at first, you know, you just, you know, go crazy, but you're doing like three body parts in one day. Okay. So, and then you're constantly doing cardio. So you're constantly moving. And then after that three months, I did Jason Momoa's Aquaman workout. Hey. <laughs> I'm trying to look like Joe. No. <laughs> but, uh, Shout out Joe Durbin. Uh, the new year. Yeah. There's that the meme where it's like, uh, you know, um, was it before and the after, but it's like Jason Momoa and it's Joe Durbin. Joe, like, Joe, oh, exactly. Dude. I always call him the native. I always call him the native Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, other than that, yeah, I just, and then now I'm just doing my own little thing. I'm just trying to just, you know, maintain, you know, trying to like lose the weight, but maintain my muscle at the same time. But it's pretty yeah. cool. And then I'm training, like I said, I'm just training my neighbors too to, you know, get big because one's in high school. He wants to get big for football season next year. Oh, so up. I got him on a, I have him on a program and then my other, my, my right hand man, I call him because he's been with me since, you know, since he first started to work out. And he's getting swelled too, and he he has a certain goal, and I'm helping him get there too. That's so. good, man. You doing cardio, or are you just doing? Uh, are you doing jail style, like skinny ankles, skinny uh, skinny calves? P just PJ all workouts, yes. <laughs> I gotta throw Shoulders in PJ workouts. Hey, no, I'm not gonna lie. I throw in PJ <laughs> workouts in my workouts. I do burpees. I'll do pull ups. You know, but yeah, but now I do more legs. I do more legs now. <laughs> At first, I never did legs. Now I do more legs. Maybe wearing the cutoff, uh, the cutoff sweats. You know, with the high socks covered all up. <laughs> Uh, it's like, you know, we know what you're doing. What uh, you trying to hide down there? We're talking about freaking big like that. <laughs> shh, like that. Shh, all, burpees, uh, all burpees. All burpees. Like See that? <laughs> all burpees. Feel me? <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, but like I said, I'm doing more legs now. So it, that kind of helps me a lot with my weight loss too. So it's pretty yeah. cool. It's That's pretty good. cool to see. Uh, speaking of jail workouts, may you rest in peace. But cousin Lenny, I remember he told me that um, mm -hmm. years ago when I was, I was, I was in pretty good shape. He told me, yeah, you know, I was doing like a thousand push-ups a day. I was like a thousand, but he was telling me like, you know, uh, when he went away that like him and his, his Sally, they would do like 50, uh, a set of 50, kind of jump in the bed. And then the other partner would go 50 and they would just go back and forth like that for like an hour, I think he said. Mm -hmm. And he said like, you just don't even really count it. You just do it for like an hour. Uh -huh. And then, um, you know, most, most days it comes out to about a thousand push-ups. Right. And they were just busting those out every day, you know, whether they right. worked out or they did other stuff, that was like their everyday go-to. I try to do it, but man, it's hard to do it around the house, man. Dude, it is. I was doing like 500 a day, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not. 10 sets of 50, it's not yeah, that crazy. Yeah, 10 sets of 50. But exactly. um, I was trying to do that and then work out, but it's just like, I don't know. It's hard to keep that discipline around the house. <laughs> yeah. Between sets, you're walking to the fridge, you get something to drink, and then you get something to eat. Dang. Mm, yeah. <laughs> For real though, no, it's for real. It's a, it's, it's tough. Like especially when I would work out with PJ, rest in peace. Um, man, like you would think, you know, oh, a hundred burpees is a hundred burpees. Nah, like he'll, he'll mix it up. Like he'll do 25 of regular burpees and then he'll go all the way to the doubles and then he'll go to the triples and then he'll do, he's like, all right, last 25, Navy SEALs, homie. I'm like, Fuck. and he's all, he's like, he's all tomorrow one, too, you know? two, three, that's it. He's on. That's one. I'm like, <laughs> I bet that's probably, probably, I think right when I was working out with him though, I was, I was at my biggest, like, yeah. you know, swall wise, 
But now it's just, you know, I, I'm trying to gain it all back again. You get back. You know what I think 20, one of the uh, things you're going to have trouble with is that you're so tall. Yeah. Because I think when you're tall, you hold the weight well. So you just, it's yeah. easy to kind of like act like you're in shape when you're not. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm a little shorter. So it's like when I get thick, it's obvious, man. I, mm. I pick up the weight real quick. So if I, if I get away from it, it's pretty obvious. I just get right. round, you know? Right. But like my, my boys are tall. So like they, they never look in or out of shape. They just always, you know. Old at Yeah, exactly. I think that's how you do it. That's how I was too in high school. Like I was really, really skinny, but I was just super lengthy, you know. Yeah. And then it wasn't so like after high school, like well senior year, I started to you know you know really lift the weights and started putting some size on me. And then you know after that, I kind of like gave up. Like like you said, you know, just you just give up on it for a little bit, and then I jumped back into it with PJ, and I got swole again, and then lost it again after I kind of like started working roofing. I'm just like, dude, I'm fucking tired after work. I can't like. You know, yeah, it's like it's because that's a workout during the day. Just, you know, that's all like cardio, basically, because you're tearing off. You're like you have to, you know, you're always on the go. Like you're not stopping until lunchtime. And when lunchtime comes around, you know, you only get like it depends what foreman you have. Like some people do an hour. The less those are the most I've ever. Well, the less I've ever spent on lunch was 30 minutes. So quick 30 and then boom and then you're on and you're on again for for a whole eight hours so it's like fuck (laughs) you don't really need to hit your cardio up too much right because work kind of does that for you burning calories yeah yeah but i still like to add it just because you know when uh you know when my pops you know kev was the crossfit you know yeah instructor you know he always told me cardio was always key yeah when it comes to shit like that so i i always always had that always kept that in my mind always had that in the back of my mind like okay like i still have to you know at least do the stairs for like 30 minutes since I already did cardio all, you know, all day. So I was always told like, there's muscles that you have are like, you look good muscles and there's muscles that you keep. And it's like your cardio. And then like uh, muscles you use when you work for whatever reason, like once you build those, they stay with you a little bit longer. Yeah. So you feel good building them. Cause it's like, you know, they're not going to go away. Right. Your look good muscles. Shoot. You stop working out a couple weeks later, you know, they go away, but right, right. the ability just to kind of to go work or something. And then cardio, that mm-hmm. stuff. Like I haven't done, extreme cardio for like 10 years probably but i used to do yeah. a lot of it sounds about and, right and i can still go bust out five miles jogging and stuff like that yeah see i, I still ne- hit it i never could run a five mile <laughs> I, saw it, I barely ran my mile at school it makes yeah, yeah. i was gonna run five nah a senior year i ran two miles because i had since you know i had two elect i had um weight training for you know fucking back to back so you know i would run both the miles just so i could just slim out a little bit but i mean it worked yeah it was cool but yeah, I would never run two miles ever again. <laughs> You'll never see my big ass running around. <laughs> well, it's, it's got to be a little bit like uh, insecuring, or I don't know what the word is, but like when you're doing like, uh, you know, you got to get up and rap, you're going to go make a music video, you can do all this kind of stuff around music, and then you have to see yourself. Exactly. Like that's got to motivate you that, a little bit. That, that actually was another reason why I started to work out too, because I watched my first music video, Young OG. And I saw how big I got, like you know, when when I was working out with PJ and my arms, my chest, you know, I was like, man, I look pretty good. What was that big OG? Young OG. Oh, young OG. And then, um, and then I did Shake the Haters with Sunny and uh, Bo Rock from the Dove Shack. I did that oh, video, yeah. with right there on the projects right after PJ passed. And um, I looked at myself and I saw my cheeks getting bigger and I saw my <laughs> belly getting bigger and I just looked at myself, and I'm like, man, like I don't want to, you know, yeah, look like that. Like and then you know that kind of really helped out too, especially you know, with this album coming out. So it's pretty, it's pretty dope. How's that, how's that process been? I know, uh, why don't you talk about that? You got a little bit of music coming out? Yeah, yeah, I got an album coming out. The the cover's tight, man. I like that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I got it. 
I follow this dude on Instagram. He is, his name's uh, Classic Artwork, and uh, he does like he does covers for like rappers too. Like he does like the San Andre San Andreas style um, or GTA style um, covers, and like he's done rappers for like uh, Doggy Style. Um, he did um, he did a couple uh, pictures for Snoop. You know he did you know King Lil G, all these other guys, and uh, I just loved I just loved his work how he portrayed everything, and I you know I had to hit him up for this album. That I've been working on that it's gonna be out in uh, March on my mom's birthday, March 18th. Just something to honor her, you know. It's something I can finally dedicate to her, and I'm actually proud of. It's actually really, really fucking dope. Man, I I worked so hard on this project; it's not even funny. But yeah, like yeah, but the artwork is amazing. I'm I just so glad it turned out, you know, how it did. I he I just gave him a. Uh, an old picture of me in front of my dad's uh, six four Impala, a blue one, just like the one that you see on your, on the cover, and it's a picture of me just just like that. And uh, he he loved it, and uh, he's like, "Now you need a back cover." So I just picked the one that I did when I recorded um, the Young OG video. It's just me, Joey, and Johnny Lachapa, Justice Espinoza, and uh, my uncle Benny Carazosa. That was cool, dude. Cause, you know, I was I was scrolling uh, through Instagram, and you know, like sometimes you don't read; you just kind of like looking at pictures, you uh -huh. know, just kind of real quick. And and I for whatever reason I seen that picture first, and I was like, hey, that looks like you know what I mean. It looks uh, like all the, like a characterization of all the the natives real quick. Uh, and I flipped back to the front and I was like, that looks like Little Stone's a baby. And I looked, uh -huh. and I read the thing, I was like, oh wow, that's tight. Yeah, oh, it is yeah, him. Yeah, like, true. <laughs> yeah, this that's is it. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was cool too, and especially I came up with ambition. You know, it's just this is something that's always been in my blood. Just music, this music thing, man. My ambition is just to be big. And this, even if I, even if I can get res famous, I don't even care. Like, I think you're born into that, man. I, I thought it was cool. I, was, speaking of, I didn't get, a, I need to get off social media, but no, I was, <laughs> I was on the other day just looking or, uh, was it this morning? I, I saw a, a post, um, and, and, uh, drew drew down was like, Hey man, he was hitting you up about like, you know, when you get a chance, just come over and play the guitar. I want to, you know, sing, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, your Uncle Mike stuff. You yeah. know, and it's like, yeah, when I was a kid, he was the guy, may he rest in peace, but he had mm. his guitar, you know, and and uh, and Biggie, myself, would go and he'd be like playing jams and we'd listen to him and oh, stuff. Yeah. And then he was already kind of old school at that time, so he had mm. already that was know, the OG right there. Yeah, they had the rest party, he'd go out and pull out the guitar, start playing and stuff. And we were mm. we we're doing a project, I'm doing a project with uh. Uh, here where we're interviewing the elders right. and, and uh, we've been going to interviewing like just different elders on the res and stuff and working our way around. We haven't got everybody by any means, but one of the elders where I was asking him, like, what was the music like back then? And then she was talking about him, you know, like the different <laughs> guys on the res, you know, oh, your yeah. grandpa and your uncle mostly, you know, just, yeah. you know, just jamming out on the guitar, singing. And that's what they had back in the day, yeah. you know? Yeah, I heard. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I heard. Uh, yeah, it was my grandpa and my uncle Pat. And then I heard. um even um, Daniel Espinoza, was it um, Justice's grandpa? Yeah, Grenade. Yeah, he he would play, you know, and he it's just yeah, it was crazy. Like all, like it's just I didn't realize how much how musically inclined my family was until I talked to my grandma Midge, and she was like, yeah, I mean, I used to sing with your great grandfather Benny because he would play the guitar, yeah, and he would sing too, and then. She would trip out that my grandpa, you know, he would walk up to, she said that they went to a barbecue one time and he would just, he said he was just tall enough to sit on the stage and put his hands like this and his chin like this and he'd watch the, the guitar player play. Yeah. And he'd, he would, I guess she said he would just, just watch him the whole time, just watching him play and then she'd, he would come home and try to play exactly what he's, what exactly what he saw. 
It's crazy because like, like shit. I've talked to people outside of our culture, and it's like a lot of men don't sing, and a mm. lot of men don't dance. Like there's like they don't, they're uh, rhythmically inept or something, you know. But it's like <laughs> here in in uh, our community, like you get used to seeing men singing, dancing. Yeah. Um, just like uh, the next row is over, Barona too. Are you yeah. know, your relatives exactly. on the side? Exactly. You know whether it's like Uncle church Beaver. Shout out or, Uncle Beaver too. Yeah, or singing the graveside, or mm. or just like the old you know uh, rock and roll you know yeah. stuff at the at the, the dances or parties or whatever. It's like so many singers, not just females but males. You know, like just right. music, people dancing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I went down to the uh, to the clubhouse down there, and uh, I was getting some of that. Uh, they're giving out some free food for COVID. Hey, but I went down there, got some <laughs> went to see Chuk. What's up, man? But on the wall, they have, like, an old flyer from, like, the 60s, I think, when it was a VFW. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a dance, you know, like a team dance. You can go pay – I don't know how much it was, but, you know, you pay a little bit of change. And they had mm-hmm. music, same kind of thing, you know, right. res rockers in there playing the guitar. Right. And then people just dancing, having a good time. It's, like, that's so ingrained in our culture. We kind of forget that, yeah. that it's so – you know what I mean? Like, everybody's think, grandpa, uncle, somebody had a guitar singing, right. playing. Exactly. Pretty tight. Exactly. And then – and then I look at like my bloodline too on the Carazosa side, man. I don't realize how many talented, you know, people we have in our family. Like my uncle Daniel, you know, uh, he does he sings, you know, he sings and plays the guitar. Little Hawk plays the piano and he hey, that sings. dude's gifted, man. Yeah. Little Hawk, he he does things. I yeah, mean, come on, he's a Carazosa. I mean, he gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> but and then yeah, and then my cousin Alex from Texas, Amber's daughter, she can sing her ass off oh, and play really? and play the piano. Yeah. And then me and, uh, I mean, I could sing a little bit, you know, I play the guitar and play the piano a little bit. I'm not going to say, man, I'm like Ray Charles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, and I rap. And then um, Amber's son, too, his, her oldest, he raps, too. Yeah. Yeah, and then Benny raps, you know. It, like, it, it's, just, it's just crazy how, how much we love this, like, you know, music is just, it's just in us, you know. And then especially I love to go sing Ilshaw with John, you know, and even sing Bird with Blue or you yeah. or, you know, whoever, whoever, you know, would want me to go sing with them like, you know, or lets me sing with them, you know. But, yeah, like I love hearing, you know, Junior, too. Like I'll be sitting listening to Junior, how he, you know, plays, plays, you know, you know, you know, shakes his hama, you know, just it's pretty. It's, you know, I just, I, yeah, like I said, like you don't realize how musically inclined our whole community is. Yeah, like, for real. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, like you know, you got John singing El Shaw, but he can sing and play the guitar too. Yeah, that's yeah, his hidden he really ta- does. That's his hidden talent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it makes sense, like yeah. you know, I remember when I first heard him play guitar and sing a little something. I was like, yeah, it makes perfect sense that he would. Yeah, he has like a really strong like yeah. voice to do especially, that. Especially, especially that deep voice. He has like that, sh- like that good country voice. He could yeah. do like he could sing a good country song like. Like that deep shit, like <laughs> some George Jones or something. <laughs> but it's it's like I know like uh, native rappers sometimes get a bad shake sometimes. Like if people want to make fun of that, and I, I'll even myself have been guilty of that sometimes. You know, I mean, it because is. it seems like it's out of uh, not out of character. I guess out of character from like na- like we're natives, we're not black. You know, you always hear stuff like that. Right, you know? right, right, right. But the reality is, it's like it's music. You know, it's rap, it's hip hop, it's music, and our people are so musically inclined. Like, no one thinks twice if a native starts singing country songs or no. they get a little rock band together. It's not. But the moment you start doing hip-hop, people start, like, wanting to discredit it almost. But I think, like, those days are going away, it seems like. Yeah. Because people are realizing it's just music. Right. And that's what our people have been doing, like, forever. Like, just, right. just the music. We're musically inclined. Yeah, like, I, inclined. I remember when I first came out with uh, my first album, Youngsta, and I was, you know, going around selling it. 
And some of like the older dudes, you know, like the OGs, like my grand, like my grandpa's era, you know, like I'm like, hey, you know, like uh, I'm selling my CDs, you know, and they're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm a rapper. <laughs> like, well, you're not picking up a guitar like your grandpa. I'm like, nah, man, that's his thing. I'm all, this is my thing. Like, you know, I'm trying to create my own path now. I'm all, it's still, I mean, his 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 path will always be there for me, you know. Kind of, I feel like kind of like Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, because how you know everyone wanted him to do Hank Seniors music but he went and did the rock and roll slash you know country style singing yeah yeah and then that's how i kind of feel like i do like a little bit of country like twang when i sing when on my you know rap beats or whatever you know so yeah and it's trips me yeah but it trips me out too like how you said that you know some people discredit it like they just think oh like you should be singing it a certain way or you should be if you're gonna do music you gotta do it a certain way you know you can't just do rap but yeah, I didn't, you know, it's just, I've always, I've always loved the art of rap. I love the sport of it too. So it's just, it's just a fun way to do it, you know? So what's your process? I know, I know people who rap, um, like a lot of people just get lyrics given to them. I know you've always created your own stuff. Right. A lot of it off the top. I've seen you create stuff just off your, off your dome, you yeah, know, but yeah. so what, what is your process that you, your go-to process? I mean, I know some people write, some people like to freestyle, some people mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, what is your process to try to develop music? Uh, it just depends. Like if I, it, it, if I want to make, if I want to make a certain rap song, I would have to find a beat that sets that mood. Like, let's say if I want to do like some NW, like, or like some, like a West Side Connect type song, like some gangster stuff. Like I'll, I'll look up like beats, you know, on, you know, online on YouTube and I'll just listen to it, like see what I can get from it. And if not. Sometimes I'll like, I don't know. It's like weird. My process is weird. Like I just, it just depends what kind of mood I'm in. Like, and especially if I have a beat that fits that mood that I, I made myself, then I'll just like, all right, well, I'm just start writing here. And then I'll just start freestyling a little bit, like trying to f- catch the flow and the melody, like, or how, how do I want to present myself? Like, how do I want to like come at this, uh, this verse? Like, how do I want to start it? Do I want to start a little bit fast or should I just start off, you know, like with a pause, like with one, like, like I did one song uh, with uh, Cheyenne Backtad's um, man um, conscience, uh-huh. and I just and like I was listening to his flow, and me and him are totally different, which would which made the song a banger, which is out actually it's out it's called Step Aside, and uh, you know I kind of wanted to because he kind of wanted to come in as like this gangster vibe you know as like a song so. I just, you know, kind of fed off his vibe or like, you know, like I'll just sit there and I'm just listening to it. I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to say it. Like I go, so you better pray. What do you say? What do you say? Me put that nine up in that. I'm not going to say the whole thing, like the word, but, but like, you know, like I just try to figure out like how I want to attack this beat or how I want to, how I want to present like this song and like really hit like somebody like just for them to either go, Ooh, or just damn, like that was deep. Like, you know? It's all about I like I like I like doing punchlines too. I like to come at it with a punchline where people are like, "Damn, like damn!" Right off the bat, like yeah. I don't know. I I come out I come at songs differently. It just depends. What, like I said, it depends what mood or what type of song we're doing. Okay. So it's pretty, it's pretty. Yeah, uh, like I said, my my process is very complicated. <laughs> you kind of let it just organically happen. Then in pretty the moment, much, it sounds pretty like, much, oh, pretty cool. much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I remember you know watching you when you were first starting out. You were you you know. You had all the crew back in those days, all those yeah. guys. Remember those guys? Yeah. And then I just throw, did a, throw I just a word did a, in the mix, and everybody's just start yeah. rhyming off, and then here's and then all we the just, And then we all just did a song yeah. together in a video, uh, Rocking With My Crew. That one's a good one. It was all me. The old school guys. Yeah, it was me, Kevin Egan, Romeo, Tyler, yeah. and, and everyone else that was, you know, that used to rap with us, too, were in the back, you know, 
you know, in the, you know, as like background, you know, extras and they were just vibing with us. You know, it was pretty cool. It was cool to get the band back together, basically. Like we all got to sit around, you know, bullshit. You know, we talked about, oh, man, remember when we all freestyled and, you know, Mr. They would say Mr. Christmas class. And yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Rouse, Rouse class was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it would be bumping in there, though. But I mean, yeah. man, the VPs to come through. What's going on here? Yeah, dude. Be bumping. But you know what I'm really proud of that whole circle? Because, like, again, like people have these thoughts about rap and hip hop and all this and that. But everybody in that circle, for the most part, that I, I, I still keep in contact with, all good dudes, all turned into good young men, you know, yeah. like doing good things. No one like went out in some weird direction from that. No, no. You know, contrary to like stereotypical, get into rap, you're gonna get into all this trouble. But yeah. it's like everybody You're gonna be drug addicts by the time you get <laughs> yeah. out of high school. I'm like It's like all those dudes in that circle, yourself included, it's like you like you got a little one, you take care of your kid, you're working, you're doing you know, you got your woman, you're doing right. you guys are all doing really good. You know what Man, I mean? Thank I, you. It's like the I mean, music was a good outlet for you guys to uh, as young men to kind of like get express yourselves, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's you just create some camaraderie and stuff like I that. I mean, yeah, and like like you said, like music is just the element, you know. It's yeah. just it's what it's what you know it's what like makes us like want to just keep pushing and keep going, you know. And especially we don't realize like we didn't realize how good we gotten since high school until we did that song together. Oh, I like bet. when we like every like we all like top the we try to top each other basically like it was. But it ended up turning out to be a dope ass song. Like we all, we like we all were just right here. No one was like this, sure. you know. Everyone was just right here. So and that's what and that's what makes beautiful music. You know, some right. people when some people want to, you know, get on, you know, a feature with you, it's like everyone wants to outshine the other person. You know, it's like kind of like every Eminem feature. It's like Jay Z was right here, and then when they heard Eminem's rap, it, he started to go like this. You know, Eminem ended up taking over. You know that song with him or, you know, a lot of pe a lot of rappers do that. But with us, I didn't realize how level we were. Like we all had a different flow. We all had a different style, but we were all talking about the same thing, which was, which was dope to me. Anyways, it's, it's rare. You can get a good chemistry like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a reunion. It was, that's cool. Yeah. Like basically yeah, I saw yeah. that. I see you guys talking about that coming together and doing all that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You keep that going. Yeah, man, and then, yeah, and then especially, too, these guys are very supportive with my album, too, coming out in March, man. It's pretty dope. Like, I got, actually, Kevin on, um, he does, you know, he does the talk box, you know, like the Roger Troutman. Like, he'll put the, you know, the tube in his mouth and do the piano and, you know, sing. He did that for me. Uh, he's done that for a couple of songs for me that we're going to put out, too. And, um, yeah, it's just cool. I got to link up with a lot of those dudes, too, and especially... Um, for this album too, I got to link up with Indio, which was pretty cool. After I after I watched his interview with uh, with you, actually. Oh yeah. When yeah, he came when he know. came when he came on, and um, <clears throat> he uh, I just loved I just loved his presence. I loved what he was talking about. I love, uh, you know, I just loved I loved his vibe. I was like, yeah. dude, me and him would kill it on a song. Yeah, he's a solid dude, yeah. man. He's just like you too, family man and stuff. You yeah, know? he and, is. And, uh, expressing himself through the through the music like that. It's pretty yeah. Tight. And it's cool too, cause me and him both talk. We both like, we both love the same music, which yeah. made it even better for us to even, you know, collide. And so I remember I showed him the song. You know, I showed him the beat. I showed him my verse, the hook. I just needed his verse. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, let me hear it first. I want to hear how you rap, and then let's see if I, you know, I mess with it." I'm like, "All right." <clears throat> I played it. We were on Facetime. Uh, I, f I played it for him, and all I just see is him going like this just <laughs> like every line that i said yeah. he was just oh my god and he's like 
send that to me right now. He's like, I'll write to that right now. And he did. He wrote it right there. He, he gave him like, it, was a, it took him like two weeks to, you know, because because this was around the time COVID was happening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he finally got into the studio. He recorded that for me, sent it to me. And I feel like that's going to be, we, we wanted it to make it, we wanted it to, because it had like that California love vibe. Yeah. You know, like that party, West Coast, like Southern California party hit, you know. Especially it's for the res too. Like we shout out the res a lot on that one just because we're like, dude, like we're here. Yeah. So so it's it's pretty cool. And then I've I got to work with um uh Michael McKay too, uh M Lyric on one song. Um he I wrote a song, you know, basically kinda like a letter to my mom and he got to sing the chorus for me and he loved it. He 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 just loved that whole song and he was like, Yeah, he's like, I'll I'll do it. He's like, This is fucking perfect and yeah, and then and then I got to work with another uh, another San Diego rapper, uh, Sean Rude, which is pretty cool. I got to work with him. He's got to work with uh, Mozzie, you know, from up north, you know, in the Bay Area. Like he's pretty known. His uh, YG follows him. You know, it's it's crazy the people he knows and the people he's worked with too. And and uh, we met. We actually met on the roof. He he was a tear off. Um, he was tearing off the roof like demo. Yeah, yeah. And then I was laying the new roof on. What the heck? That's yeah. Great. And I didn't know he was a rapper until him and uh, this other San Diego rapper, Don Elway, were talking about their music. Yeah. And I was like, so you guys, I'm like, oh, so you guys rap? And he, they turned around, they looked at me, they're like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, why? Yeah, why? I'm like, because I rap too. And they're like, oh, for sure. This, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tear the roof after. off. It's yeah. Like, literally. Yeah, they're like, they're like, all right, well, let's talk about it after. It was it. So we got down to the, we got, got off the roof after, you know, for lunch or whatever. And, um, <clears throat> we were talking and, uh, that dude actually knows a lot of people from the, from uh, well, a lot of people from Barona. Yeah. Like he hangs out with Joey and Johnny. Oh, what the heck? Like, he's like, Oh yeah. Like I know, he's like, what? how do you know all these guys? Cause I showed him my <laughs> music video for the young yeah. OG with PJ, you know, doing the, you know, jumping the razor and then everybody's doing donuts and shit. And he was like, Whoa, how do you know everybody on here? I'm like, those are my cousins. They're all your relatives. Yeah, I'm all my cousins. Like, what the hell is that? That's the homie. <laughs> and the next thing you know, he, we, you know, we linked up, and it took us a year to actually make a song together. Yeah. So we finally found the time because me. Thank mine God has, for technology, right? Yeah. Because imagine mine trying to do this. Them. Imagine trying to do this in the middle of a pandemic without technology, without being able to FaceTime somebody, without being able to send like digital files to one another. I'm at, right. Like if you had to like get in the studio with somebody right there. Man, you wouldn't be making any music right now. It'd be hard yeah. as hell to do. Yeah, and then that's why I don't have a lot of features on my album, just yeah. be, just for that reason. Because I'm like, and especially to my last album, I had a lot of features. Uh -huh. And so I'm like, you know what? I want to put an album to where people would think, oh, he needs people to, like, rap, you know, a good verse. Like, nah, like, my shit's fire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, but, um, yeah, like, and then we finally, you know, we finally had a time schedule to me and him actually linked up in a studio, and we actually recorded a, at his studio. So it was pretty cool. I, he he liked the beat. He loved the concept. It's called Rider Music. So it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's. I feel. I don't know. I feel like this album might top. It's gonna top my. It is gonna top my last album. Well, I feel like you went through like a maturity thing there. To be honest, you just from the outside looking in, like, you know, you've been at this for a while, man. Since high school, since you were literally a kid, right. and like, you kind of went through different stages. I could see it, but there's a maturity in you, and I think like even the working out's part of it. Like even like you look at your album, it's, you always put out pretty good albums, good designs, and and just like good themes behind it and everything. But right. and it, it seems like you've always been pretty blessed having people 
come in and do projects with you, you know, that yeah, do good things. But and it, I don't know, yeah. this one does look, it looks different. It has a different feel to it. Yeah, and I'm, vibe. yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. And then, yeah, thank you, actually. That's, that means yeah. a lot to hear. And then, but yeah, it shocks me sometimes the people I work with, you know, like, I, like, I never thought I'd work with, um, Bo Rock from the Dove Shack, you know, the, you know, Summertime in the LBC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to work two songs with him, actually. And then I entered, and then I, and then I didn't realize it was at, uh, when I entered that Chris Calico contest, too, when I, when I did that verse for him, like, you know, to try to win a contest to win a song with him. Yeah. Like an exclusive song with him. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I lost, but I mean, I, I gave him my, you know, I gave it a shot, but he, commented on my video and said that you know he's all chop it up bro bro i was like what the fuck like i can't believe that's just, this is happening do you foresee yourself doing yeah. this like like all the way till you get old do you think you'll do this until you're like looking like me yeah <laughs> so I'm, gray. Beard. So I'm gray in the hair yeah <laughs> shit i'm already starting now <laughs> there you are but yeah bit, yeah bro. yeah look, uh, yeah you got the native grays mm -hmm. Yeah. I, had, I think when I was like 17, I had some grays in my hair, man. Because you know why? It's because it's all wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Call me crazy horse. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I've seen myself doing this a long time. I mean, my yeah. grandpa did it a long time until he passed. You know, yeah. he was, what, in his what in his 40s or 50s before he passed or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean. Well, it seems like, I want to say like back in the, like, uh, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago, whatever amount of time ago, it used to be like. Rap had like an age on it, like oh mm -hmm. you're too old to rap. I used to yeah. hear that. Oh you're too old for that. Yeah, it's, Again, a young man, it's a young man's game. Yeah, young man's game. Again, like country and, and rock, different genres. You could do it till you die, but like for whatever reason, hip hop was supposed to be a young man's game. But I think yeah. I want to say like Snoop and all those guys have changed that up. Where yeah, there and, is no time right now. You could be doing this yeah. Here, it was an Eminem, Tech Nine, Busta Rhymes, even Nas just came out with another. Yeah, album. All those dudes, you look at them, you forget like how old they are. You're like, oh man, those dudes have been rocking since like the '90s and stuff. Yeah. Like, they're pretty old now. Yeah, who's a tech? Yeah, who's a tech nine? I heard the first time I heard tech nine was back in the back in uh 2006, 2005, somewhere around there when uh Nick and Benny used to come from uh Utah, and they're <laughs> the ones who showed me that whole generation, though. Man, they're all yeah. tech nine out. Yeah, <laughs> they were. They were like, Oh my god, you gotta check this dude out. And when he and then when I finally heard, you know, that stamina, I've been never fun, never beat, take a one about the demons, I never beat, one I want to bust a brother, come up with the heater, heavenly, nigga, will never be a killer, fozilla, gorilla, if it was a felony, I've been in the line, hella done with time with a. And he would always do that, like, when because he, yeah. he, he was rapping over a gun, a gunshots, yeah, yeah, of a tech nine. So it was so cool. I thought that was so cool that he was rapping over a tech nine, like, like, just shooting, and he, like, he was, like, on beat the whole time. But yeah, like he he's been doing it for a while too, and yeah. he's he yeah. just did a song with The Rock. <laughs> oh really? The the rumble. The they gonna take your face off. It's all over TikTok and oh, I haven't all even of heard it. That. I don't even know. Oh, that's like the trend I right to now. Look for that, for real, dude. Yeah, it tripped me the out. Rock, the wrestler, of the, the Rock. Rock, yes, what and The Rock heck? raps on that song. Is he good? Dude, he's better than fucking a lot of the rappers. Get out of here, The Rock. The Rock, and he wrote, and he wrote it too. I gotta do anything, dude. I swear. Oh, yeah. well, what was I don't know how he's not in a Marvel movie. I'm still waiting for that. Yeah, he he's in. Oh no, he's in DC. Yeah, he's in DC. Yeah, he's Black Adam. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to cross. I was like, who the hell? Like, finally, finally passing on to your other side now, huh? Because you were all <laughs> you were all Samoan now. Now you. <laughs> yeah, but nah. Yeah, he was a, he's yeah. I've been a fan of The Rock too since I was little too. I mean. Wrestling since well, wrestling. Stone, that's what we, those who don't know, that's where that comes from. Yeah, Stone from wrestling. Stone yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's my it's my favorite wrestler of all time, forever and always. Wait, are you bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, you he's are, six though, right? he's six three. I'm six five. Yeah. Me and The Rock are actually the same height. Same height. 
He's just that dude's got to be giant in person though, like because he's pretty swole. Bro. Yeah, I mean he's he's his phys, yeah his physique is insane. But what's crazy is that he's only well the last time I weighed myself and went before I you know look like cousin Parker. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll talk about my uncle like that. <laughs> look like Uncle Parker. Uncle hey, Parker, just younger. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Parker's probably like 10 years younger than The Rock. Yeah, yeah, I think, no, he's probably like around the same age. Because The Rock's not that, you don't, you guys don't realize too, The Rock was only like 20 years old when he started wrestling. When he got famous, he was only like, yeah, 19, 20 or some shit like that. Yeah, he was a young dude. I think about it. He was a young dude. Yeah, and then when he got his first break, like when he became The Rock, was like, he was my age, like 25. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, that's. As I said, tell him like, damn, I don't realize how young this dude is. Like, same with Eminem. Like, I think he's like, like, fifty something. But now he, I think he just turned. Like, he's barely like about to be fifty. You ever thought about going into pro wrestling like that? Yeah, of course. They have like a small. I went to a pro wrestling uh, match here in San Diego. It was like a real small time uh, gig. There's this. I forgot the dude's name. Who's dressed like a clown? But it was gnarly to watch it up close because. It wasn't a big production. You right. know what I mean? So there was right. like, it was hella ghetto. And they were jumping off the top ropes. They had the big cage they built. Oh, yeah. I thought for sure I was going to watch someone get just like messed up bad. Yeah. Like dude jumped off the top, hit the other dude. He was like bleeding on his forehead. Um, but it was it was a trip to watch it close. And I was like, I don't think these dudes are getting paid much money to do this. Yeah. <laughs> not, take you know what? Game, it's man. crazy. Who's it? The wrestlers. I've, I've watched um, interviews from uh, like even like the girl wrestlers. One girl wrestler, uh, uh, her name's uh, Sasha Banks. It's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Okay. She said she used to work for fucking just hot dogs. I believe a- it, dude. I'm telling you, this production I went to was like an old studio. And like, like it looks so illegal, dude. It looked like I was like, yeah. are we allowed to be here? Dude, like, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine the MMA fighters that would start out too. Like, oh, fuck. Dude. Like, I bet you there's oh, worse. Scrapping behind the building for, somewhere. Yeah, right now, freaking like. in the, with barbed wire around them. Like, damn. <laughs> But no, I've always thought about wrestling. That was actually my first dream before music, actually. And um, I'm actually thinking about doing it just because, um, you know, the, who's it, the Warlock, you know, the security guard I used to work here at at Viejas. No, I didn't even, the big, the big dude that would always sit at the, who's it, that would work at um, the travel hall. The bald dude, he was big, Mexican dude. I don't know if I remember. Yeah, well, he was I, a wrestler though. He's a wrestler. He co- he went by the Warlock. His name's the Warlock. He got he that. he wrestled Yokozuna. Get out of town! Swear it's on video. Really? I watched it. A I revolting was, blob. Baby. Yeah, they, that, uh, Billy Madison. Oh, Billy <laughs> Madison. Yeah. <laughs> really though, I never, I didn't know. It that. was just a stunt. <laughs> What the heck? Uh, we had a, a, a wrestler here? It's yeah. And wow, then I got crazy. to, I, and I knew You're him. You're talking about Preston, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's The Rock's cousin. No, oh, no, it was a, no I was talking. I know he was be putting that on there. It's my cousin. Yeah, he's like, he I don't know what, like a I, don't, I don't know why he doesn't want to play me. Well, fuck, I wouldn't claim you now. <laughs> Just he does kind of look like him, though. He has mm-hmm. the same kind of look. I told him he kind of looks it's like John Wick when he has his suit on, though. I saw he him does. He was out of his suit. He's like, especially I don't know his hair. Does, especially his hair. Yeah, he, like he does his look. hair. I'm like, man, this guy. But nah, it was a, yeah, he was a, he's a wrestler. And, uh, oh, that's crazy. Me and him were actually talking about training me because I told yeah. him I really wanted to do this. So, I mean, and that's what's kind of pushed me right now to even get bigger. It's just so I can... Step into the ring with like, damn, that is the native Jason Momoa. <laughs> I saw online there was uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, there was uh, I forget his name, but he's a he's a powwow dancer. He's a he's a small guy. 
Um, I don't know the proper tech terminology, like the little person. He's um, like a little guy. He's only like, yeah. uh, I don't even know how tall, but he dances northern traditional. I can't think of his name right now. Really nice guy. I've met him a few times. Mm. He uh, He's from the Dakota somewhere, but he comes out for like Morongo and Caboba, oh, some of those powwows that we've had out this way. I've seen him around. And, uh, nice. But I, I saw today, literally right before you got here, I was looking on uh, good old social media, and he got signed to some uh, promotion to wrestle. Oh, Pro, nice. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to they're gonna promote him or whatever i mean they have they have they actually have a they have actually they actually have um um a little people uh pro wrestling i think that's what it is i want to say was it like tiny tiny uh wrestling or Uh, something like so yeah like something like that i was like damn oh they have that for real like that's a real thing (laughs) i thought i thought you you just throw them in there like with the rest of the guys that's what i thought but then i actually saw the name and i was like oh wow (laughs) Like, okay. yeah, they're probably trying to market any way they can in this, in this economy right, right now. Especially you know, starting to get right people now. together. Yeah, and listen, I just missed the. They had a pro wrestling freaking show over at the Alpine Inn, or the Casino Inn, Alpine Inn. No What's way, at the casino? yeah, what? at the Casino what? Inn. I didn't even know that until I saw it on Facebook. It's all like, yeah, come, come rock with us. Or oh whatever. man, that had to be good. Man. Oh, I was like, fuck! <laughs> I should have went over there and threw my name in the hat. Hey. Throw some stunners, some rock bottoms. Piece hey. by piece, you start getting your uh, outfit together. The uh, tall boots. Uh, what would be your wrestling name though? Uh, my middle name, Shadow Feather. Oh, you, well, you already yeah. put this together. Oh yeah, we, no, Feather. we were like I said, me and the oh. warlock. We were talking about it. We were like, dude, like, because we wanted to. He wants. He wants to promote me as you know the first Kumiai pro wrestler. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're in the works with it right now. Oh, that's like, a real uh, thing, Shadow yeah. Feather. Yeah, Shadow Feather. That's oh, my tight. middle name. You're gonna do the whole like wearing the chonies. That hey, huh? <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. You kind of have to though, right? No, nah, nah, you don't have to. We wear tights. Pe- some people wear tights or. John Cena wears jean shorts, oh, and yeah. then uh, the wrestler Roman Reigns he wears je- he wears jeans. What Dude. would be your look? Mine would look look like my grandpa, fucking blue <laughs> jeans, uh, no shirt with the black leather vest, you know, <laughs> fucking with the wind in my hair. <laughs> no, actually, I always I always like that uh, Mortal Kombat character, uh, uh, Nightwolf. Nightwolf, like that I, look. I would I like that look. I like the with the war paint. It's all he had like the Apache uh, moccasins, the real tall yeah, boots. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> But I think I'm gonna probably like I said I'll probably just do it like the old school resed out like the cowboy boots with the jeans with the yeah. vest though. But it's like keep a red that, scrapper yeah, when you get there. Exactly with my war paint, <laughs> and then um, right there's gonna be like Skoden. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Nah, but for real though, I think yeah, I think uh, you think you might really do that though, huh? Yeah, I'm really thinking about. It. Yeah, we tight. like I said, like I said, we we've already talked about it. Me and the warlock, where he wants to train me. He really wants. He he really thinks that uh, I can. Well, you're make tall it. as hell, dude. You're big, so yeah. like you definitely like a lot of people get into that. Probably that's something you'd want to have, right? right, you right. Be tall, big. Yeah, force. tall and big and not and easy to work with. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching. Uh, That'd w- be fun. Yeah, I really, I really like. I really like. You know, I used to do that shit all the time on my trampoline at my grandma's. I would try to. I always like practice like landing or whatever. Like just do whatever. Like I would just wrestle with like my cousins. Well, and, if you need someone to come through and help you be your manager, I'll be the guy. I'll be your mock manager. Oh, uh, you'll be Let my. Let me tell you something, me Gene Oakland. Nah, come on, Sherry. Nah, come on, like oh yeah, brother. You don't even know what I'm about to come through right now. <laughs> Cause you know I'm way better than the macho man. <laughs> what was your name again? Did you say? Oh, Shadow Feather. Shadow Feather, man. Oh, that's that's dope, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like I'm gonna see that again in my life. Uh, that's crazy. Shadow Feather. Shadow Feather. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Fucking Next cool. on the stage, it's Shadow, Shadow Feather. Feather. your stage name when you're stripping one day. Uh, <laughs> fucking looking like with a towel wrapped around my waist. <laughs> oh, and then also I go like this. It's just my just my chones. Oh, <laughs> everyone's, everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, it's just chonies, just chonies. But, yeah, they call me the Tatara man. So I put the, I put the towel right, right here tied up. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, man. Yeah, man, that'd be cool to see something like that. Switch it up. You never yeah, know. I mean, know. Goes. like I said, like, it's just, it's always been a dream of mine. At least step into the ring and, like, take some bumps, you know, do, you know, like, you know, my wrestling moves or whatever. Like, we were just talking about my signature moves, too. Like, what? It, because he was like, well, what's, what's your, you know, what's your signature move? I told yeah. him, I told him the stunner, like Stone Cold, just kick to the gut. Wrap, you know, turn around, wrap their, you know, have their head right here, and then just fall on my butt, and then they just, you know, it's, oh. it's funny. I mean, that's like I said, that's I wanted that, and he's like, all right, well, well what's the stunner? I was thinking of the shocker, the old wedded grande, but oh, that. <laughs> hi, hey, that's it. That should be, hey, that's it. Hey, that's what I should call it. <laughs> that's what I should call it. Oh man! And the so old, the stunner just that's what's that's what it is. head up the middle. <laughs> that's funny, man. That's cool. Yeah, man. But other than that, yeah, and then um, listen, I'm trying to get into Il Shaw again. So I've been, you know, singing with yeah, uh, John. Yeah, I seen that. That was good to see you out there with John. Some of our ceremonies around, seeing you there and helping him out. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. John's so big, so strong. You know, like you kind of forget he needs help, but it is good to go and help yeah. him out. And it's cool that he's got a crew. Yeah, and especially then it, it's cool that too that Wolfie comes too when he comes back from you know college. So does John have out. like a height restriction on his damn singers or what? I swear it was like you and then John's like six four himself, and then I don't know how tall Wolfie is. I think he's like six, three. six yeah, like six three. And who else? Shane. And Shane. Shane big as heck. Bro. I know we're all big. You guys I know, are all big all... as heck. I was like, dude, I couldn't even. I don't even want to stand by you guys. Shoot. I was like all in. We're the giants of birds. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the like, giant birds. Yeah, I want to say the shortest, you know, was there was maybe like six foot. And I was like, well, yeah. these dudes are all tall. Well, I'm sure. Hell, I'll, my, leave my Uncle Parker alone, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Parker's like six one or two also, yeah, I think. Yeah, he's pretty tall, he too. He looks yeah. small compared to all you guys, but he's actually a big dude yeah, also. Yeah, he's pretty big, yeah. And then, and then you all have the biggest gourds, too, all yeah, overcompensating. I, I was like, man, these guys trying Shoot. to do too much. Not even. <laughs> We're trying to show who the real big daddies are. <laughs> especially with my, especially with Uncle Stud right there with his, with his bird. Oh, man. <laughs> I love doing his impression. It, like people laugh so much when I do his. It's spot on. That's why. It yeah, like he was like my grandma didn't realize who it was. I showed her a video of me singing, but I was yeah. like, "Hey, grandma, who do you think this is?" And she's like, "That's John, isn't it?" I'm like, <laughs> and I showed her the video. She's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I, I just remember like years ago, everybody would do their John impersonation. I mean, you know, poor John. I don't even know if he knows people. Do no, that, he but. does. No, he did. He's like, so many people have tried. <laughs> everybody you know. does. It. No, nephew, so many people have tried, but then you're the only one. <laughs> I'm like, he's it. You know, but he said, he gave me props for that. He's like, you know what? You're the only one that could sing like me, who could sound like me. Now, Howie Cuero up in Campbell used to do a pretty mean one for a while. He would, uh -huh. <laughs> but he could only do like like one verse, like one bar of it. He couldn't like sing like that. Uh, 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 Orr, oh, uh, Howie Cuero. From oh, Google. man. That's yeah, funny. he used to he used to do a pretty good one back in the day. Yeah, was a, nah. That's the first time I really kind of noticed it. I'd be like, John has a unique voice. Yeah, he does. And then when he would, he would do it, and I was like, yeah, that's exactly what he sounds like. Yeah, was, yeah, that was. A, I can't do it. My voice is like a whole different <clears throat> octave. 
Transitions, that's all you gotta do is just pow, pow, hurt. That's crazy how many people try to do that. Can't do it. It's so funny, too. I hear people try their hardest, too. <laughs> I laugh. I'm like, uh, you're pretty close. It's crazy I, how many people don't close. even know he sings bird, like in the, in the different areas, you know? <clears throat> oh, yeah. They'll say, like, oh, how you relate to John? And I'll tell them and stuff. And they'll be like, yeah, he sings with Sean good. I'll see. He always sings bird real good, too. Yeah, he sings bird. like, he doesn't sing bird, does he? Oh, like, yeah. People don't know that, you know? <clears throat> Obviously, our area, we all know. Right, we see we're like, shoot, we see him do everything. Shoot, he sings good. He sings yeah. Good. He sings I love I love listening to him when he sings Bird or El Shah, don't matter what it, what he's doing. It's just like I said, like you said, it's unique, dude. Like, see if you can get him to rap sometime. Oh, hey, hey I told him. You should, should have him sing a Pion song at the background of one of your songs. Uh, when I think like, I had I, I think I had him one time do yeah. that, but I I had it from the CD that you gave me, the Linda Pion song. Oh yeah, when he yeah. did that Tramala Mala Tramala Mala. <laughs> Yeah, I got him do. I had, I had him singing in the background while I. That scene is hilarious because I don't. I forgot when they re recorded that because everybody's trying to learn piano. So he's like, "Oh, I'll get some songs for everybody." I was, yeah, that was but it was like I think it was like him and Parker. I don't know, it was a few people there, but um, like he's singing and there's like part of the the, the tape or it was like it was a tape. That's all it was. Yeah. He like he goes to like cough a little bit or like take a little bit yeah. of a bit of air and like they're all supposed to be trying to help him <laughs> and then you just hear like like their little voices like <laughs> <laughs> like the. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's not so bad um, now like now that when he stops like singing or like he takes quick yeah, breaths here pretty, and there everybody kind of picks it up but man like 10 years like ago me, yeah it was rough dude like was, me, <laughs> like, i know like me, since me and wolfie sound the most like him sometimes me and yeah him he does to, actually he does he's good too me and him me and him have to you know me and him to, you know parker has his moments too i will say no dude Dang. parker can you can sing pretty good he, People, he, I think he underestimates himself. He's really good. And I yeah, like, I yeah. like hearing him sing too. He can sing. He has a voice on him too. As much as he's like, no, nah, man, I'm just out here <laughs> just making noise. I'm like, no, dude, like you could sing, man. I forgot where we went or it was, I think it was awake, but they did a mock game and he was singing Pion songs. I was sitting next to him and I was like, I thought the same thing. I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever known Parker to, to sing. Like, I know he's always saying, and I've always heard his voice, but to right. actually, like, hear him singing, I was like, he has a really solid voice. Yeah, and especially, yeah, that. and especially yeah. when I heard him play, you know, sing piano, I was like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, you under, you like, you underplay yourself, bro. Like, you can sing. But you guys should be able to. You guys got about yeah. 20 feet worth of height if you had all you guys together. We stack uh, you on top of each other. Man, that'd be crazy. Imagine just <laughs> me, Wolfie, Parker, and Uncle Stud. Dude, man. my lineup, we're all about the same size as me, except for my boys are taller, but, like, Uncle <laughs> <laughs> All my dudes are all about my height, so we're all short. Look over you guys. It's all, like, literally a foot taller. The line's a foot taller. <laughs> we all look like Kane and Undertaker <laughs> next to Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, but not, but not, yeah, not, but like I said, yeah, listen, when it comes to Peon, too, everything, like, yeah, I listen to John. I, I love listening to, even Mike, too. I love listening yeah. to Mike when he sings Peon, and even, you know, Kuya, you know, they're, they're you know, they're bird. And like yeah, even uh, what Wayne too, Wayne's yeah, another one. I like to li I like to hear I like to hear you singing Peon too. I like I like hearing everybody. You know, it's just like I and like what we were talking about earlier, dude. You just don't realize how musically inclined our people are. Yep. Like people think, oh, you know, they, you know, stereotypical, you know, native is all oh, they just get drunk and you know bullshit. 
Nah, in reality, man, I mean, I mean, some some of us do get drunk, but fuck, we can sing. <laughs> yeah, the music's there. You can't deny that. Yeah, exactly. But. I went and MC'd a powwow up in uh, Northern California by uh, Folsom. Yeah. and uh, Which is cool because you know, the whole Johnny Cash thing, you know? Oh, yeah. But uh, it was a powwow up there, New Year's Eve powwow, and uh, rang in the New Year's and everything. But I was like, it was weird because I was literally thinking about that as I was, I was listening to these Southern guys singing the Cozads. And uh, we used to have one of them live here on our res, too, but... Uh, that family was there singing, and, and man, they were jamming. I forgot what song they were singing. A song, and I was just there listening to him. I was on the mic. I was I'm seeing it, so I was like right next to him, and I just I was like, man, these guys have such strong voices. Like you know, I think we forget that. You go to a powwow mm. and you hear these guys jamming, especially and on you the just drums. forget like that's not a normal. Like you go to to the mall or you go to the store, like you can't be like, excuse me, sir, I want to hear you jam a song. Like right. average dude, I don't think knows how to really belt out a song, but. Right. Natives, dude, we have so many people with such strong voices. Especially, you know, the the northern powwow singers, the southern powwow singers, like mm-hmm. our bird singers, peon singers, the hand game singers, like all these different all these places. Singers, it's man. just like people that just go to ceremony and sing, like in the sweat lodge or whatever. Right. Like all these strong voices. It's crazy. We just surround ourselves with it, and we don't. We don't I don't realize think we it. really realize it. Yeah, yeah. We, don't. we don't. We don't really. We and then we don't give us. We don't give each other enough credit either. How good you know our voices are, man. Yeah. Like you, you listen to anybody else try to mimic our stuff you know it's like no one can mimic exactly you know like our way you know like it's like you said like you know like even when people do roundies like you don't hear people like outside of the native culture can like sing like how we sing them like you know i was in a choir class one time and i told i was like (laughs) explaining to the teacher the instructor like some like because we're going through voice trainings or whatever right and i I sang her like a round dance song and i sang her a, a southern plain song and I sang a bird song. I was just kind of like showing her some of the music um, so she could understand why my voice is, how I use it or whatever. Right. Because I was projecting a certain way. And she was kind of like, that's not, I'm not used to hearing that. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her like, well, when I sing all night, we don't have microphones. We just sing. We project it. Yeah. And I was like, Especially yeah, we'll sing like loud, two, three hours. And then we'll take a little break. And then we'll sing two, three hours. We sing all night like that. And she was like, wait a minute. You do that all night long? Like yeah. she couldn't even believe it. I was, was like, yeah, I'll sing like that all night. Like 12 hours straight like was that. A, um... Dre's um, funeral was actually the first time I ever stayed up all night because I knew. Oh yeah, that was my because like I said, like I tell everyone, when Dre was my dude. Yeah. You know, like when I heard that he passed, I couldn't believe it, and I was like, you know, and I, I t- had to tell my wife because you know she don't really understand the culture. Yeah. I mean, she understands it. It's just you know she kind of she gets it, but she doesn't get it. You know. Sure. And then I, you know, I told her, you know, I'm like, you know, I have to go, I have to go up there and sing for him. You know, that's that was my guy. Like he would have done the same for me if I passed. Yeah. He would have been like, he'd have been right there. Man, we'll, I mean, me and him would be talking shit to each other. Like, you know? <laughs> but other than that, like, that's just my, that was my guy. But yeah, that was the first time I ever did an all nighter, like, straight. Like, yeah. no, no stops, like, no, like, passing out, nothing. I tried to do it over here and over at the travel hall for um, Tots' friend that passed away. And they wanted the, the funeral here or their service here. And I sang with, stud and i passed out at the clubhouse like it was <laughs> like, but it was like the out. last but it was like the yeah. last like hour though. the last set a little bit yeah, yeah. The last set yeah and i was like man like i can't believe it but but even before that i would never make it i would never make it all the way i'd always stop maybe like at midnight one o'clock and i'd be like i gotta go to bed it's crazy because like if you i mean one thing i've learned is like if you're out partying and stuff like two three o'clock you know, it's whatever, but like once you go to a ceremony, man, two, three o'clock, you get tired. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, you're you know, sitting there, you're listening to all these songs. It's like, fuck, you're in the dark. Like, you're know, <laughs> like, especially, like I said, like when you hear Bird, like when I hear you sing Bird, or if I'm hearing 
John sing, um, you know, El Shah, it's like those those music like the songs are so beautiful. Like yeah. sometimes you just want to close your eyes and just vibe out and next thing you're just vibing out. <laughs> what blink and you're done. Yeah, just like John. Yeah, it's a whole science to it, you know. And I know when I first started singing all night like that, leading all night, John would always tell me, like, you know, he'd be like, Hey, you know, uh, save some in the gas tank. Cause I'd get into it, you know, like around midnight, I'd really start singing strong and turn up the volume and things like that. And he'd be like, you know, save yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, because like if you sing all the way to like 10 in the morning, like we do out here sometimes, that last set, you're wiped out if you don't yeah, do that. that. That's, so that kills you. It's like you have to time. like learn to like pace yourself and, uh, you know, there's a lot of little things you learn along the way that, you know, I've learned to make myself, uh, so I can do get it done and do it better, you know, do as good as I can do it. But, right. but it, it is hard and it's like a lot of training, a lot of focus and a lot of uh, preparation. And it's like, yeah, I don't know that other singers on the outside of our culture know what that's like to just sit there and sing, sing all, all night. night like that. And, and like exactly. a certain order and meaning to it and everything. Yeah, especially it's, it's a lifestyle. That's, that's for sure. That, that and in plus too, man, like it takes, it takes a while to get that like on point though. You know, like yeah. I, I remember, you know, learning, like knowing, you know, the Il Shaw songs, even bird. And like now, like when I hear them, I'm like, dude, I don't even remember these songs. <laughs> like where the hell are these songs come from? Yeah. You know, like, even when I was hearing, like, I heard Blue the other night when we were doing that ceremony for, uh, you know, Tom's uh, friend, my Tata Tom, rest in peace, his friend that passed away. I was listening to his song. I was listening to him, too. I'm like, I've never heard of that song, yeah. ever. I'm like, what? I'm like, when the hell did we sing those? And then I'm like, well, yet again, too, I never sang Bird all night, too. So Yeah. There's just songs. I guess I just know, I probably just know the social songs up there. Same with Il Shaw. I didn't like. I I must just only know the you know the socials, and then you know obviously the right at the gravesite. You know that's yeah. not it. But yeah, it's just yeah, like it's it, it that's is. That's the it best is a way to learn it though. It you have to. Yeah, you got to go there and sing them all night. Like that's where you really learn and hear it all laid out. You know, I think that's a good way to you know uh, if you really want to learn it. I always tell people that I was actually um, I was talking to some people about this recently because we're talking about learning and this and that, and I was like. You want to learn the songs, just you need to find a singer that you know you respect and that you you like the way they sing or whatever, you know, and just follow yeah, them and just exactly. be, that be your your master teacher and learn that way. Exactly. Follow them around as best you can and support them as best you can. Learn that relationship, but you have to literally go and sing all night like that here and there, yeah. or you won't you won't get it. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah, you hear the top twenty, and I think a lot yeah. of singers do that. They hear the top twenty or hear that hour. They hear that same social hour all the time yeah, or yeah, the songs yeah. they hear. Public, but exactly. there's so many songs, and it's like to have yeah, them. It's, so it's one thing to be songs. able to follow the song, but then to know it and learn about it, and to be able to like sing it yourself and have it in order and stuff like it does take a long time, but it's worthwhile. You know, it's some more people have done a long time, it's something more people have done a long time, and it, yeah. I think there's a lot of goodness in it. I believe in it, I believe in personally. it too. I believe in that too. If you really I believe in music personally, I just believe in music for me all the way, yeah, really talking, and especially if you're trying to learn something too. Uh, my grandpa used to, always, you know, Mike used to always say, um, he told PJ, if you want to learn how to play a guitar, you, every day, you play for one hour straight. No breaks, nothing. For one hour, just practice on whatever I show you. So he showed him, you know, one, you know, quick little, you know, probably like two chords. Yeah. You know, and he's like, just practice that for one hour. So you just practice, you know, with your fingers. Practice that every day for one hour. And once you're ready, once you master that one, I'll show you another one practice that for an hour every day until you master it i mean that's what my grandma said too that's what he would do he would go 
really listen to the song, you learn that. And then it's the same with Bird. You just go to the, you learn by going and actually showing up to these wakes to, you know, or even just showing up just to sing socially for good times, as Uncle Lee would always say. You know, sing for the good times, you know, and you just go and sing with them. And, you know, like you said, you find you find that teacher that you really like to sing, you like the way they sing, like the way they present, you know, themselves and, the, you know, and the culture. Roll with them, and that's your, you know, that's your teacher, and that's how I, you know, and that's how I got into it. Like I went with you, and then I went with, um, I went with Junior, and then I just, I, I kind of just stuck with John because I, I realized everyone knows Bird, though Shaw is rare, you know, like that's something I always want. I always, you know, John would always tell me he's like, you know, everyone Bird has been doing that forever, just you know, Shaw is like rare. He's like. Honest, I felt like I, I think he said, I think if I remember, he said he was, I think he said, um, he's the only one here that yeah. knows those songs, yeah, like here, like it's you know, San Diego, and it's true because I don't hear anybody else, yeah, they come all over the place, you know, and it's yeah. not, there's not as many. We have like a dozen song cycles that are pretty active right now that we could be singing right. in our different regions, but right, everybody goes to Bird, yeah, it's yeah. it's. It's kind of sad, you know. I love yeah. birds. So that's what I, I do too. I love birds. But too. It's our I do. If if uh, if I was just coming into it, I probably wouldn't sing bird. I'd probably pick up one of the other song cycles, just to try to keep them alive, you know. Yeah. You know, but I, I was already brought into bird, and my kids, and my dad is a singer, so that's just what I know. But yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like uh, the younger dudes coming in. It's like they should go learn, you know, the the Key Five songs or the Shaw songs or. To. They whatever like, you know, there's the lightning whatever, songs. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever birds you like, Solid. learn it. Learn yeah. it. Yeah, you know, like you never know. Like, like I always like, um, like I said, John always told us, like you never know when my time comes. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want somebody to sing Yo Shaw for me when I die. I was thinking about that. Like he's not getting, he's he's healthy and he's, yeah, he's, he's healthy. strong. He's yeah. a strong man, but he's not getting any younger. You know, there's yeah. gonna be a point at which. You know, he used to be bad when he's out there by himself with one or two guys, yeah. but now he's got a young crew, so I'm sure one of you guys will, will you know, get it together. And if anything ever happens to him, yeah, you know, keep it going. But you never know, you know. Exactly. It's it's, it's a little sketchy, you know. Right. It's the same thing with, uh, I mean, you never know when someone's gonna be here when they're not gonna be here. You know, our cultural practitioners, our language is like that. Damn, man, people take a lot of stuff for granted, but it's like we might not have anything in like 20 years, dude. If you don't and, watch out, and you to know? be honest too, I want to learn kumia again. I, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to lose it too. I didn't realize how much I was losing it until I was trying to show my daughter, you know, like certain words, how to say certain yeah. ways. I used to, I used to, I could count all the way to a thousand on kumia. Yeah. And now I'm like, I barely make it to what one thirty. Hey, hey, huh? <laughs> Yeah, like you, like from zero. I used to go from zero all the way to a thousand when I went to school here, and then now it's like, fuck, I can only go to thirty. I don't remember everything else after that. Yeah, well, I, I think when you have like kids too, it does reignite that whole wanting to learn. Like you have yeah. a purpose to learn. And well, I, she's I mean, learning important. Spanish. She's learning Spanish and English, and she That's can good. pick it up quick. That's why I'm like, yeah. oh, I gotta throw kumia on her too. So, so when people think, you know, oh, like you know, are you really native? And she can be like, tell me, watch this, like you know. Well, I think people think that if. uh you're you're learning English and you're learning Spanish, are like two languages. Like it'll it'll confuse the kid, but it's not the way it works. They they found now that like, like yeah, you need you learn two, three, four languages, five languages. It's good. The more languages you know, the easier it is to learn other languages, and so your brain actually thinks differently. The more languages you know, you're a better communicator. And they the studies have actually shown that like because you can communicate better, 
you can vent better, you can express yourself better. And because of that, it helps like your mental uh, health, your overall mental health is somewhat better if you're able to speak more than one or two languages. So it's good. If you're a young parent out there, don't be afraid to teach your kids whatever Indian you could teach them and Spanish and right. English and whatever languages. Spe- yeah, be multilingual. Yeah, All of our elders were multilingual a couple yeah. generations ago. Those are John. John speaks. That dude speaks John's, a couple languages. Yeah, he speaks Kumiai, yeah. Spanish, and English. I swear he speaks Kokopo. He says he doesn't, but I know he does. Like, I've seen him. He understands it. I know he, he understands does. it. He does. Yeah, because I've seen our elders talk to him, and he knows what they're saying. Yeah. So, and it's pretty similar to our language, so I think he understands yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's my just, dad was like that. My dad my dad speaks uh, English and Spanish and Kumiai, and then uh, he speaks a little German, Italian, like the Latin languages, because they're like oh, Spanish. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, but all the... Uh, all the old singers from back when, like in the '80s, those elders, a lot of them came out. Like a lot of them were bi or trilingual. Well, they yeah, speak well, like two or three people, different native languages. That's then, pretty tight. Yeah, dude. and our who's it? Kumiai goes too. all the way to Mexico, and they all don't speak English. They speak Spanish over there. Yeah, they speak Spanish and a little bit Kumiai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been, I've been going down there working with a, a, a lady down there with her kids, her grandkids. Um, they have a, a bunch of uh, little ones uh, down there in Ahi. And she speaks good Kumiai. She speaks to her kids, her grandkids teaching them. So I went down there and did some peon with the kids. I just go down there and sing with them this year, and uh, work on language because, like she was saying, like she's a uh, um, she's the grandma, so they're used to seeing a female speak the language, but they're not used to seeing a man speak it. So I go down and speak to the kids a little bit and stuff. That looks a little bit different, but it's close enough, you know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's like like it's like that in um, even Spanish too. Like dialects a little different too. Like the way. Like it's kind of like Orale, vato. Yeah, like, hey, for real. <laughs> no, like I guess like Spanish and like you know like Spanish. Like some people have different meanings to certain words, which trips me the fuck out. But I'm like, isn't it the same thing? They're like, no. Like, <laughs> we gotta get to like who's it? Um, yeah, like who's it? Uh, my who's it? My father in law. He, he, um, him and his um, his uh, his brother have a ranch in Ensenada, and uh, it's really right next to um. Yeah, reservation. Oh yeah, at, yeah. Uh, uh, was it? I forget the name. No, it's it. probably La Huerta out there. Probably. Nequa. There's uh, what else down there? San, uh, uh, Los Negros. San, was it San? Uh, San Jose de la Sora. Yeah, down that's what it is. It's literally red. Right, yep, it's yeah. right there. Yeah, those are all our reses down yeah, there. Yeah, I was like, man, and then yeah, my grandpa's buried down there. My dad's dad. He's oh, really? On the res down there. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know that. The original Raul Christman. He's down there in La Huerta, buried. Mm. And then I had my dad's brother. Uh, he had a brother that was down there, and um, he's passed on now, but he lived down there in, in Nequa. Dang, so, that's like crazy. my first cousins, they go back and forth a lot too. Some of the ones from San Isabel. And Stan go out there, there too? Yeah, yeah. His lady, yeah. Martha's from down there, San Isabel. Oh, okay. So they, they go back and forth a lot. Yeah, that's what, that's what, uh, that's what, the, that's what uh, his son was telling me that he has family out there too. And I was telling him, like, fuck, for real? He's like, yeah. I got, fa- he's like, I got cousins and family out there. I'm like, damn, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh shit! Well, fuck. When you go down there, let them know that I'm coming over. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, make some, make some homemade tours. Hey, they'll hey. feed you, dude. You go to those houses; they're still old school. They show up and they'll give you like some beans, yeah. maybe some tortillas, you know, right there, and then you know they'll feed you a little bit. Yeah, that's cool. Which is though. cool, old school. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like, I like it down there in Mexico. Yeah, um, I just didn't. Then you know, before I got the century, I. It's standing in that borderline. Oh, dude, that's enough to make you not want to go. But yeah, it's crazy. that's the that's the only reason why I hated going until finally we got that pass, that fast track. Yeah, <laughs> that fast they're pass. back like nothing, huh? Yeah, like Lily, who's a Ulyssa, told me she crossed within like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, just five minutes. So it took me like literally five minutes. And boom. I went down there a couple times. Um, 
I just drove down. It was no big deal going through uh, uh, Tijuana. Uh -huh. And then uh, one time recently, actually, I was taking a bunch of uh, – I had I had my big white van. I had a, had a bunch of clothes and toys and stuff like that for the kids down there. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> dude, I was off ghetto. We drove down through uh, uh, Tecate uh -huh. and got to the border, and they were like, they pulled us over, and they're like talking to us in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, dude. I'm uh -huh. sitting there like, uh, I'm Indian. I'm not, you know, Mexican. And they're like, we see your ID. Again, my ID was expired. I didn't even realize it. I was like, oh, <laughs> damn, dude. And then they were like, we see registration for car. Right. I was like, oh yeah. I gave him my license and registration and all that stuff. I was rezzed out. And I my, my registration on the van was all expired. Oh, my realize. God. You're <laughs> <laughs> rezzed out. That's Dude, I, it was like, you know, middle of COVID, you kind of forget things or whatever right. to go take care of stuff. But, yeah, like, so my tags weren't even good. I was like, what? I was like, no. I got out and looked. I was like, oh, bro, my tags aren't even good. So they, they legit turned me around. They wouldn't let me into Mexico. They wrote on our window. And they're like, turn around. They, like, escorted us out. I'm like, where are we going? And, and long, sure enough, dude, they turned us around and we had to leave the country. And I was like, the only time I've ever heard of somebody not being able to go into Mexico. Wow. That's but funny. yeah, so they was, probably they probably saw the tags and like this. Is the yeah, they were looking. They opened up the doors. Were like, this, this Mexican this stuff? walking around in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was a coyote or something. I don't know, dude. I got Whoa. home and I, I told my wife, I was like, yeah, I don't know what the heck we were doing, dude. Because I said, what if they would have let us in? It probably wouldn't have let us back. Nah, they wouldn't. Like, expired, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, expired. expired and, yeah, and everything's shady. expired. They're going to think that you just, like, like your visa expired, too. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing, though, that uh, other people don't realize from other areas that we have here in San Diego is that if you have your tribal ID, you go to Mexico, coming back, you can use your tribal ID because, we're, you know, they cut our nation in half. That oh, border. that's true. So one time we came back, I was with my wife, and they were like, let me see your ID. So I showed them, you know, my VA has ID and all that. They're like, no, we need to see your California ID. I said, no, you don't. That's all you need to see. We're a sovereign nation. I pulled my really? sovereignty card. Oh, okay. Dude, Van was going to yeah, stop me. Like, she was, just, just she like, was like, knock it off. I don't, like, I don't no, Uncle Nick. this officer needs to know about our sovereignty. All right. All right, all right Uncle Nick. <laughs> yeah, I got all about it. Sound like my quick. Uncle Nick when he's drunk at the casino. <laughs> hey. You know what? Here I am. I'm Nick Kersosa. Fucking rest the champion, Utah. <laughs> he always goes to that all. Yeah. I was wrestling champ. I was wrestling champion. You talk. Don't mess with me right now. But what weight class was that? <laughs> I was like super heavyweight. Even though I was like a cruiserweight. You don't even know. Okay. He hates. He hates it when I do that too. What well, fuck? What are you gonna do? Use the wrestling moves on me, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, you should get him to be your partner for the rest of the uh, Tag him in. Yeah. He's like. Be sure that was done, nephew. That's <laughs> called the love ride. I was like, easy, easy. Hey, he's still kind of young for it, but he's legit going to be one of those res uncles that make a fun of <laughs> He's legit he is that be res uncle. He's, he's, uncle he's my res uncle. He's just <laughs> too young. He's too young, but he's already, yeah, he is your uncle. <laughs> he's the res uncle, dude, for sure. A lot of those oh, memes. Fuck, Let me tell dude. you something, nephew. Uh, man, I almost made it into the Kumite, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> the Utah State Kumite. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> they said they wanted a real Kumite. I said, all right, let's get it. <laughs> but, oh, my fucking Uncle Nick, man. He's Oh, I love that dude, man. You he's, can't blame him, though, dude. He's got all kinds of kids. That's what it does. Yeah. Having all those kids, dude. He has know? four kids, dude. I can't too. believe it, man. I know. I got five. How about you? You're going to have five, too, one day? Where you... Nah, I'm barely about to have um, a new one this I year. Know, man. Shoot. I know. I'm about to be my third one, and I'm going to be like, <laughs> snip it. That's like, what they all say. Hell nah. Uh-uh. Three? Nah, I'm good. I can barely deal with two. Imagine three? 
Man, yeah, they have three, they have five. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, I can. I was there. I had like two kids before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you think uh, that'll be that then, huh? Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like three's enough. Yeah, you know? I, I used to always say, man, I want a fucking whole Pion team, and I'm like, fuck it. After one, I'm like, yeah, I'm limiting myself <laughs> to maybe three max. I legit yeah. got a Pion team, dude, because I'll take my. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I played with my boys one time. My my well, my two boys, and then my uh, little cousin and myself, but. Ryder's old enough, dude. He's bigger than I am now. He's taller than me, so yeah, I know. You know, when uh, I'm taking this big, year man. off, taking this year off for for Andre, we won too many championships together for me to keep playing. So I took a year off for him. But Here when I get go. back, I think I'm gonna it play with my boys. He said, he said, yeah. I want too many. Want All too right. many. again, <laughs> relax, Nick. All right, with your wrestling Utah <laughs> championships and shit. <laughs> but yeah, when I get back, I want to, oh, I want to for sure play. Uh, Kawia has a, a a tournament where they don't have kids. Oh, they really? just have men's usually. So they don't they don't mind if you have some younger guys on there as long as you pay you know what I mean you gotta right. pay to play so I'll probably go up there maybe who's, or, or uh, yeah who's, I'm down to yeah, play I'll play there you know what I mean just have my boys on my team just have you know just right. you know do one or two like that while they're I gotta learn the songs dude I gotta learn those songs again man I'm losing oh, they'll it come back, again dude. you'll I'll, get it it'll come back it's crazy like I, like it started to start like even with El Shah like they were starting to come back to me too so it was it was pretty crazy yeah yeah I was like man. Like, I didn't realize how much I forgot. And then, you know, slowly but surely they were starting to come back. But, yeah, you're maybe right. Maybe if I it start will. playing, I'm like, oh, shit. You'll have John in your ear nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, hey, hey. <laughs> it's can't weird, be, though. You can't be singing like me like that. You go to play those that, that piano game and take a knee, and it's like, oh, man, where's all my song? And then it's like the next fire over, just sing their song. Hey. Uh, no, nah, but they do. They, they, they sing one. They right. don't come right back to your memory. Right. It just starts popping back. Or I could be, or I, just, I could be like, um, start singing uh, Mike songs to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. Uh, uh, is it I've done talk? it. I've done it. it. Have you? I know. I was, I was on a team one time. We were playing Impala, and uh, I was just, I was, it was at my team. They just asked me to play last minute. I was like, all right, I'll play with me with my cousins. And they started singing a Paula song. And we were in Paula playing against Paula. And I was like, oh, man. Oh. And, and, like, the writer of the song was standing right there looking at me. I'm he's like, like oh, He's bro. like, all right. You want to play? Yeah, he came yeah. over. And, like, Mike hey, always told, and Mike always said, too, he's like, don't <laughs> ever sing my songs against me. <laughs> he's like, don't ever do. He's like, I'll let you. You, you can use them. Just don't. Don't beat me with them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, if I win one, I'll owe him an Indian taco shit. <laughs> With the chuma chuma, chuma chuma. Real talk, I love I love Mike's piano songs. He has some dope songs. Yeah. So do we. I didn't realize how good our yeah. piano songs are too. I was like, man, those are tight. Yeah, John. John's got a bunch of cool songs that I sing. Mm -hmm. uh, we both sing them, and it's like a lot of people don't sing them. Right. You don't hear them around a lot, so I think that makes them like. Makes them extra special. You right. know, you hear the same ones over and over. It's kind of like, like eh. that. Yeah, that's good. every tournament you're gonna hear that. That's song. I think that's everyone's first. One of those songs that nobody knows. Like and people are like, "Well, what's that?" You know, it's it's right. a cool little vibe. Yeah, it is. It's especially like you know, I think that like that that was actually my first piano song I ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like, fuck, what, like eight when I learned that. Yeah, just because was it um. I heard Justice sing it one time, and I was like, "Whoa, what's that?" And he's like, "That's piano songs, dude." I'm like, "No, -uh, teach me." And he was singing, and he and he sang it to me, and then I, I learned, I, then that's how I learned. I was like, man, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. It was in, um, yeah, like I said, like, um, yeah, like Pion songs, man. Like, I, I need to get back into it, and he starts singing again, going back and playing. Yeah, I haven't played in a while. I'm taking a year off, but I'll be around it. My kids are gonna keep playing and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think I'll have it in my heart to take a knee this year. But, uh, you but I love it, dude. I really do. I wanna, I wanna. 
get back to it. Um, I was like teaching here and there. I've been, I've always taught since I was a kid, you know, and stuff. I enjoy that, but it is, it takes a lot out of you to play like all the time. And for like two, three years here, I've been playing like a lot. And like I said, those two years, man, like I won eight tournaments the one year, and then the next year I won another eight tournaments uh, with my cousin and my team. And it's like, you know, so last year we didn't do that well. We won one tournament. Well, I didn't, uh, and, and so like, I don't know. I just, I could just tell right away when that all went down. I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to take a knee, dude. Like, right. you just kind of get your heart ripped out a little bit. So it's kind of like, kinda yeah. hot. It's but kinda that hot. being said, I, I love, I like, mean, you know, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I mean, it I was the same it way. Me. It was the same way when um, Uncle Leroy died. You know, yeah. When he passed, I, I didn't touch a gourd for a while. Yeah. I, I think I only sang once, you know, because just with Uncle Stud when uh, we did, when they just did the, um, they expanded the graveyard over here. Oh yeah, that was the one time. And after that, I just, I just stopped. And then, then PJ passed, and then I just, I just stopped completely. It's hard, you know. It's hard to continue on when someone passes away like that. That's yeah. with singing, you know. Um, you know, Lynn Andre, he he sang with me a long time too, and it was really hard to kind of pick up, sing, sing for him that night was really hard. And then, and then I had a, you know, I was asked to sing for a couple things right after that, a funeral and a clothes burning and wake and then actually I had like three wakes in a row and I don't know it was really kind of hard to just get back on the get on and going but same time it was also for me very therapeutic and healing because it's like you're helping other families out and kind of going through it and you're able to kind of get that emotion out too but right. it was I, w- I would have liked to have probably taken some time off but I think I'm glad I, I did it when uh when my cousin passed I t- uh, or my nephew my brother's boy passed he uh when he passed away a few years back I took a year off and I was really thankful I did because I felt like I came back uh, a lot stronger, and I and I, it was it was nice to just let myself heal. Right. But I've been I've been singing, and it's it's hard though. But yeah, when when uh, the late Leroy passed, that was hard, you know. And even mm. to this day, there's songs I'll sing, and I can hear his voice in my ear. It's a trip. I can I remember him singing the way he sang certain songs. Yeah. You know? And I just I love the way he sang some of those songs. The way he sang it is the best. You know, I always right. say that there's so many songs that. Every mm. singer that I know, they sing a like, couple of those yeah. songs the best, in my right. opinion. You know exactly. I mean? No, everyone like, everyone has their song. Exactly. There's some then, songs I love to hear, like Larry Hammond sing. There's songs mm. I love to hear, you know, like uh, Jason San Diego out of Coco Paws sing. There's songs that I like the way Junior sings them. You know, so I love every singer. The way they they have certain parts, I just really love to hear them sing. Right. I hear my ear, the melody, the, the vocal arrangement. And, you know, everybody sings them a little different here and there because of the language differences. But... Mm. But still, you can just, I hear it. Like, so when I sing through the night, a lot of times I'll think to myself, I'll remember the other singers that I've heard sing them or who do sing them. And the ones that are passed on, that's always a hard one because you just remember them, you know? You remember mm. singing next to them and stuff. And especially, yeah, especially like like I said, yeah. Uncle Leroy, man, I was singing him a long, a long time too. But we would always sing for sad times. And I remember one time we um, we were at a funeral and he walked up to me and he shook my hand. He's all, hey, nephew. He shook me and he's all, he's all next time when we sing, it's going to be for a happy time. Promise. I'm like, you promise? He's like, I promise. Finally, and we finally did. We we sang at um, one ceremony um, somewhere. I forget where, like for like this firefighter thing or whatever. I forget. And um, yeah, we sang there. I sang with him over at um at uh the health clinic. Yeah, and it was it was cool. Like he 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 always said he's like, watch, dude. One day we were gonna sing together for happy times. I promise. And yeah, and we did. And I I was always thankful, and I was. Know, blessed to have that time with him you know to yeah. learn a lot from him and then that's when i kind of transitioned to john yeah so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool how kind of like how that worked 
It's good, man. It's good to see you out there. It's good because I know like it's in your heart to do that, to be to do music. And plus, Whether it's with a guitar or like, you know, with all this, you know, this cultural stuff, but then like with your, your hip hop and rap, man. It's yeah. cool that you're just and, keeping it all going. And I'm trying to put and I'm trying to you know what I mean? I'm trying to put my, our culture onto my rap music too, you know. Like yeah. I like I like like sometimes when I sing I'll sound like I'll sound like I'm singing bird a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like people even say when I sing this sounds like I'm singing a little bit of bird. Yeah. But you know, it's just that's how I am. Like I, I just wanna throw I just wanna represent our people, you know, the best. So when I die I already know our people are proud, you know, are, are proud of me that I, I made it that far, you know, like in music anyways. Like I like Nipsey always said, you know, I know if I die today, I know the set's proud. Like basically like talking about his gang. Yeah. I, that's how I feel when I it's I know the when res, I die. Huh? Yeah, it's the res. I'm all, I know if I die the res is gonna be proud. You know, that's what I, that's that's the that's the goal. Basically, when it comes to my rap music, too. And I mean, I'm trying. And then now I got, I'm about to come out with uh, nine songs with uh, Chris Calico, the one that raps with uh, Tech Nine. Okay. So I'm, I get to, I get to make like nine songs with him. So it's pretty cool. I got, I'm like, man, I can't believe it. I'm living my dream. So, so like you, you're, this album's coming out March. You pretty much got situated. The, the artwork's done. The songs are down. Everything's legit. Yep. You're just kind of unveiling this as we go. Um, it's going to go quick. Right. So will you will that be the full year? Or are you think you're gonna try to get back in and do another one before the end of the year? What's actually, your resolution? I'm actually, too? Like, is this... I'm actually I'm about to put out an EP too. Okay. Like a, like a um, Nicholas Rodriguez from Barona as one producer. I do the Wizard, huh? I've never I don't know much about what he does, but everybody tells me he does oh, crazy can we pause stuff. Real quick? Yeah. I take a but yeah, I've heard that like uh, that Nick over in Barona, he's my cousin, but I've heard like he's like a wizard, like he's really good. I, mean, I don't I don't really know. I haven't seen him in his process or nothing, but right. people always are like, yeah, he's really good at what he does. Oh, dude, he's, I feel like he's the Dr. Dre of, of Kumiai. I swear to God, like the Kumiai Dr. Dre, I yeah. swear. Like, I remember when I first, I first heard some of his beats with like a lot of the, a lot of the San Diego artists and then the Dove Shack. And that's how I got, that's how I got linked up with Bo Rock was through um, Nick and, um, Oh, we call him Slick over here, but we, you know, I know he likes to be called Nick Nicholas. And um, but um, he uh, man, I remember I was sitting in the studio with him one time, and um, we were making this beat for the EP, and uh, he's like, "Well, what's your vibe?" I'm like, "I kind of want like a Tech Nine dark type vibe, you know, like some crazy shit." And he's like, uh, "He's like, all right, well, let me see." And he, you know, he was. Dude, he's so fucking gifted. When he plays the piano, like, he just closes his eyes and he just looks. He just, like, feels it. And he goes, oh, how about this? And then he'll – and he played it. And I'm like, I want that. I want that on the beat. He's like, all right. And then he'll just – man, he's such, his creative process is so fucking unique, dude. I, I just can't believe it. Like, it's – it blows me away. Like, I look up to him when it comes to making beats, like – even when I made like the beats that I made on this album, like I I'm I wanted to make sure it was similar to Slick, you yeah. Know? Like it was a Slick Nick type like beat, but man, dude, that guy is so gifted, man. Like he like I like I'm saying like he is like he's like Dr. Dre mixed with Timbaland. Like oh my god, like gifted, man. Like I always hear that people are always like they're always big up in him. They're like man, yeah, he's like next level and all this kind of stuff. And and then right That's now cool. too, he's trying to keep up with the times too with the beat styles because uh -huh. he would always stay like that straight West Coast like. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Phil, and now he's doing like the newer dudes, like the YGs, the um, the look, like the baby, and all these like all these rappers, man. Like I'm just like, and I'm like listening to them, 
I'm just like, damn, cuz, like, you just learned how to do that? He's like, yeah, I just listened to, like, you know, get an idea. Yeah. And he writes stuff down, like, how, how he's, how he want like, certain sounds to go on certain beats. He's like, okay, so this sound is supposed to be for trap beats. This sound's supposed to be for, like, the YG West Coast beats. This, you know, like, yeah, yeah. dude, like, he, this dude's a genius, man. Like, he don't give enough, he don't get enough credit, I feel like, than credit is due. I feel like he, he can make it, like, up here like he could be like listed with um like like i said dre top of the top huh? yeah like oh my god i think he'll get there i think i think there's gonna be a lot of guys in our in our region get there yeah I, it just everybody's like the brian pingleton too really that's another dude that can get he can make crazy beats man brian brian no way he could that. he plays by ear just like slick really it crit it tripped me out too when i put when uh I, i'm supposed to get on a song with him too i had a beat ready uh, we we made a beat together and like a long time ago, like when PJ was still around. Yeah. And, um, cause I remember I went from PJ's house to his house to go, you know, make a beat with him. And, man, dude, he, he's really good too. Well, I never even knew that. And I, I told him, I was like, hey, cuz, can you make, can you make something like this? And I played him the GTA San Andreas, like that, yeah. that whistle, that, he's like, oh, he's like, it's right here. And then he did it. And I'm like, how did you do it? <laughs> He's like, it's all about practice, cuzzo. I was like, man, but dude, Brian is a gift. Too. He, he has, has a himself gift a little too. studio and stuff like that yeah, too. Yeah, really? yeah. He, I didn't know that. He won a contest. He won a contest, and I think that's I think that's where he got the money to put you know into like his machines, his oh, wow. you know his speakers. He you know he doesn't have the recording stuff, but he has the, the keyboards, the speakers, okay. and. Five hundred dollars in art supplies. Hey, hey, like, hey, uh, that's tight though. That's good. Yeah, no. Nah, Hope he pursues that thing. Keeps going. Yeah, I hope so too. Cause yeah, yeah. like I said, uh, Nick and Brian, man, they're they're gifted, man. Especially yeah. especially Slick. Like Slick is ridiculous. Like he's he he got to produce what's for some of the greats, man, and it's fucking insane. I I, I give him props. That's that's who I look up to. And he's young. He's got a lot of life, in, you know. Left, yeah, and he just had a and he just had stuff. a yeah, and he has a baby. He has a son too. Yeah. He's married now, and and he's man, dude. He he's doing it. Together. He's doing it too. Yeah, and like I said, man, I look up to him, man. When it comes to this music too, when it comes to making beats and all that. But um, yeah, like he's one half of the producers on um. Of the EP, and then the other half is uh, my godbrother. Um, he's been with me since day one, since we, we both started together, actually, as um, MA Productions. He uh, be, or beats by MA, whoever, however you guys you know know him, but he's made beats for everybody, for Blue, uh, Devin, rest in peace, um, you know, Sonny. But, like, me and him started out, it was just me and him. He would only make beats for me. It was, and I would only get on his beats when we first started, and we were just writing. I would be writing, he'd be making the beat while I'm writing. Yeah, and that's how we basically got started. Was just that's how I basically got started was just me and him just going back and forth. Like he's like, "Hey, I got a beat right here. Try this." And I'm like, "All right, let me get on this." And then like you know, we'd spend like literally like all day in his room. Like we'd just be there until you know my aunt would knock on the door, be like, "Hey, come eat." Hey. We look like fucking zombies. Go like to tweaks, bed. <laughs> like tweaks on a bender. Like we're yeah. like. All right, eat real quick. We're like, all right, let's go back. Let's go back because we only got like a weekend before I gotta go back to grandma's. Like you know, it's it's so crazy. But yeah, he he's he's like the other half. Um, he's he made like yeah some of the track uh, half the tracks, and then Slick made the other half. So it's it's coming pretty good. It's called um, SD to HP. So it's it's San Diego to Huntington Park. So I'm 
basically going from, you know, here and then basically my journey is going all the way to L.A. to where my dad grew up at, where I, yeah. I would go and visit my family all the time, like on the weekends. I was asking you, have you been back that way recently? Have you gone um, I'm, I, um, not recently. I haven't been there since my grandma passed away last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, from COVID. Yeah. Oh, no, I lied. I'm Chin Yen. Um, it was, well, I mean, it was around the same time because my grandpa also passed away around this, like, like a month after her. So, oh, wow. doing the same thing. COVID, yeah, too. Took huh? COVID, yeah. My yeah, dad's parents, good. yeah, my dad's parents passed. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, I, I think the last time I went was for my grandpa's funeral because I went to my grandma's and then, like, I think, like, a couple months later, they did my grandpa's. Yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, it was the last time I went, but. I still talk to them. I still head up. You know, if I if I can, I'll try to he- I'll try to go up there. You know, that means you. I haven't been up there, yeah, since like my grandpa's funeral. But other than that, like, I'll still hit up like my my godbrother, like my other like my family will come down here. Like I'm about I'm about to go to Riverside, where my dad's side of the family over there too. It's my little cousin's birthday, so we'll all meet up there too sometimes. So yeah. it's pretty cool. But yeah, like I like I said, I just wanted to, you know, I always rep. I know I rep. Um, you know, you know the res and Akumi I lifestyle hard like, like the Rock does with his Samoan side, but I, you know I sometimes I do forget I am half Mexican too. Like you know, like I don't get per cap. I don't you know I'm that I'm that native. I'm that non per cap native. Yeah, that's what I like to call myself. And um, but yeah, like I I like I always forget like you know my dad's side of the family. You know they're from you know Durang you know. Durango, Mexico. Yeah. And they're all up in L.A. too. And, you know, it's I always sometimes I forget, you know, to shout them out, too, because they help they help raise me and my sister, too. You know? Yeah, for sure. They try, you know, as they try to do it from afar and they try to come pick us up and, you know, teach us, you know, certain things. They try to teach us Spanish, too. But when you're here, you know, no one knows Spanish here. Like, you know, like, well, the only time we'd hear it was like when we go over there. But. Now, I mean, I'm starting to pick it up a little bit more, but like I said, like that's why I said, you know, that's why I kind of wanted to build this SD to HP um, uh, EP. It's like four or five songs or six songs. Yeah, like like I said, it's just a journey from here to all the way to LA. That's cool, man. So, Unite yourself. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's weird because like like a lot of like I want to say most natives now have one parent that's not from the res or not from the you know they're not native or. You know, whatever, and it's like I think it's a smart it's like generation. it's hard. Like we're we're like hundred percent Indian, but it's like no, nah, you got don't forget your grandma who's yeah. Don't be hating all the white people if your grandma's white, or yeah, don't be hating exactly. all the yeah, don't be hating on be you know yeah don't be yeah. Like, don't forget where you come from. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with your like, relatives that are not native, dude. Like they're yeah, they're your relatives too. Exactly. You know, you can't just you know like it's kind of messed up though. You'll see people do that. You're like, bro, you're yeah, I'm a hundred percent straight up. I'm like, nah, I mean, you like, are all these damn white people, and it's like, bro, your bro, mom's white. Yeah, bro, <laughs> you know, your, your mom, your came, aunt, or your whatever. Your aunt strictly came from <laughs> Europe, homie, and so did your mom. Relax. I like to. I it was like I made a meme a while back. It was like I like to call upon my ancestors. You know, Indians are always oh, my yeah. ancestors. <laughs> but it's like, dude, like, like. Seven out of your eight ancestors are from Europe, bro. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mine, like, mine's from Mexico and here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, still indigenous. Uh, but still, for real, though, I'm still real. in touch with my inner my inner <laughs> indigenous ways. But it's like, we, you know, we all have slices or, you know, a lot of people, like, only yeah. have a slice that they're native and stuff. But it's like, there's no need. To, that's like self-hate, though, man. Like, if, you, if you're going to sit there and hate on everything that's not native and half of you is, na- is not native or whatever, you know, something else. Right. Then it's like... 
whether you realize it or not, you're kind of hating on yourself. It, you're, it is. And it's not, it's not good. There's no need for that. And that's not even our, we didn't make that kind of way up, you know, no, like I, we didn't make up this, oh, you're half quarter, whatever, you know, yeah, like, I just feel I like mean, you're like me where our, our dads are from, or, or, uh, yeah, we have my dad's from San Isabel yeah. and your mom's got family or was from, uh, Mesa Grandy, Mesa Grandy yeah. the next mountain over. Yeah. It's like, we don't get to count that blood. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, it's those aren't our, we didn't make up those blood rules, those enrollment policies, uh, so dude. Those predate us. And I think, I think and they weren't made to keep us going either, man. They're made to, so our grandkids but, don't get enrolled. So yeah, that's true. And it's you just, know, that ain't our fault. I, I know. It's just like, man, like, but either way, like I always say, I always tell, I tell this to everybody. I'm all, I don't need a tribal member, like to be a tribal member to know that I'm, yeah, you're raised on this res. I was raised here. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a yep. Pico here. I'm, you know what I mean. I'm a Grijalva. I'm, you know what I mean. And yeah, and I'm a Carrizosa. And my great great grandfather, my, you know, was my, you know, a Hyde. But even though he was my step great great grandfather, but still, he was he still raised us like we were his own. So, you have your whole Mesa Grandy families too. Yeah, and I'm a Romero. You're you know Romero. That's yeah. a big old family. That's what uh, they like. Like a hundred of y'all Romeros running around. <laughs> oh, for real, I think we got. I think we I got one on council. Yeah, they were telling me like, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot how the family dynamic was, but it was just I was like, damn, there's a lot of you guys. Yeah. I forget because I always run into people that are like yeah. part Romero or whatever. Like you know? you know, you know who else is Romero? Is it's who's it? It's Eagle. Oh yeah, Eagle. Lovely yeah. Athena, yeah. Little Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Is it uh, who else? Who else is from the Carazosa side? I think it's just us. Yeah, and this and Suzette, my sister, Wait, uh, Angel, and Tammy. Isn't he Romero too? I think. Could be someone like that. Right? He... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot of people from that family. But I'm talking about like my and just like your the Yeah, like yeah. the Carazosas. Yeah, it's just yeah. I just realized yeah. that because Lila was with Puppy and then my mom was the Romero and then yeah, Blue was with Barb. So I mean that's. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, it really is. I, yeah, like who's in? Like people would be like, "Hey, are you an eagle? Like blood cousins?" I'm like, "Yeah, actually." Because we all would be like, "Yeah." <laughs> not on the yeah. Vienna side, though. Yeah, not on the Vienna side. On Mesa Grandi side, we're the Romeros, man. Oh, even yeah, Mateo too. Mateo. Yeah, Mateo's right there with yeah, you Mateo's too. Mateo's, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, dude. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's weird in San Diego County though, because there's so many people that are like uh, related, have family that goes through Mesa Grandi, like a crazy amount of our people do that right. um i was up there one time and they were telling me i think it was somebody was up there telling me that like everybody everybody comes through mace granny guy you know whatever like going with that. <laughs> they're like joking around about it but like uh it's true <laughs> like uh, i run into people true. all the time and they're like yeah you know like my great grandma or whatever was from mesa grandy i always hear that mesa grandy mesa grandy it's just because it's so far out there, you know. Yeah. Ace Granny, San Isabel, people uh, like the hunch over Campo, man. man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's pretty true. But it was like the strongholds, you know, like when when we're dealing with all that BS history and they're attacking our peoples and stuff. It's like yeah. people went back to the mountains, you know, to like where they were left alone, right. and then the population was so small that when they did come out, start having families and they start spreading. Yeah, a lot of them come from Mesa Grandy. I'm digging that bead work, bro. That's not that's bad. Shout out to uh, Thomas Barrickman of uh, Needles, man, Fort Fort Mojave. I got this up there. Actually, shout out, shout out to Ralph Chrisman. I got this for my graduation as a graduation present from high school. What up? I still, I still rock. Still rock. I don't notice that. It looks good. No, actually, I got this from Ryder. Ryder, Ryder got it in. uh, Went up to the Needles for the gathering, and uh, he had a pair of. of white Nikes with this, you know, white with the little red, 
like the oh, I have the same one. I have, Tight, the, same I have one. the same shoes too. But he he wore he he saw it. He goes, "Those don't match my shoes." So we went and got it real quick. He wanted it, so he's wearing it. And then I just I jacked it for him. It's That's tight, though. Right. Oh, it's nice. Uh, yeah. It's tight. Yeah. What chain? <laughs> <laughs> what chain now, punk? Uh, <laughs> Did the old Debo on my uh, boy. But when man, he's not paying attention, I jack it. Nah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Thomas Barrickman. He does yeah, good beadwork, man. Yeah, I he does these chains that. like that. And then uh, he does all kinds of like their um, hobby style that, necklaces, dude. too, that are just beads. Those are tight. They used to make them out of like a uh, little pottery. Oh, and they okay. wear them around and stuff. But uh, I have some of those. They're kind of cool. You know, it's a nice little accent. Shout yeah. out to, to Russ. He hooked up the shot to Cook official sweatshirt. Yeah. Hey. That's it. Yeah. That's tight. But know, anyway. Think, oh, yeah. I'm thinking about doing my own clothing line, too. Yeah, you should. I was yeah. going to ask you about that. When yeah. are you going to jump on that? Um, Shoot. Like I said, just trying to. It's all about. I'll be honest, right dude. Now. Your guys' album, dude. People will probably sport that on a shirt. Dude. Yeah. It looks pretty tight. That, that's what uh my friend was telling me. He's like, dude, I kind of want your album, that this album on, on a sweater. I was like, for real? He's yeah, like, it's yeah. It's pretty tight. I was like, I'm like, damn, for real? He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, if you put if you put that cover on a sweater, I'll rock it. He's like, you let me know and fucking I'll pay you. Yeah. Shit, all right. Yeah, that's what find, I just got to find a reliable, I just feel like I just got to find a reliable source where they can do like a good bulk, like, yeah. you know, deal where I can like, you know, it's, just, it's hard, you know, sometimes people. It is. In the t-shirt the space, it's yeah. hard because everybody's trying to get their little money in there. But a lot of people putting product out. A lot of time the product ain't that good. It's rough, dude. I mean, and like a lot of people do it themselves from home, and it's like I said, it's not the best product. I always go to uh, Elvis, Elvis Hauser. Oh, he's okay. got, he's good, and if he doesn't got it, or if it's something he doesn't like, specialize in, uh-huh. um, he'll hook, he'll hook you up with some contacts. So you sure. might want to hit him up. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Elvis Hauser, he sells at all the powwows here in SoCal. Um, he lives over in Verona, but yeah, if he doesn't Wait, do it is himself, that the one on the shop in Lakeside. Uh, oh, no, but you, you know, Elvis, if you saw him yeah. around, he's always at oh, ITS yeah, yeah, functions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He does the indigenous wear and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, um, if he, if he doesn't do it himself, like it's something that he's like, he'll tell you like, no, oh, it's not my specialty or whatever. He'll tell you who does like a good job on it. And he usually knows like if they're indigenous people around. Right. Kind of stuff. Yeah. And my manager, uh, my aunt Sarah, she, she actually, she was telling me too, that she knows a guy from Lakeside. It's probably the same person. Probably. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people go through him. Yeah. yeah. They said that like, he, he does it for a good price, you know, it's reasonable and it's good. Yeah, the product is good. So I was like, Elvis. Yeah, you want to put out a good product. You don't want to be putting out shirts and stuff. And they're all whack, dude. Well, I was gonna do my logo, the LS, the circle. Yeah. With the LS, and I was gonna put, you know, I was gonna do that, and then that's when, you know, like you said, like people were talking. Well, and then people were telling me too, like, hey, you should do, you should put your album cover on a, yeah. on a sweat on a sweatshirt or on a shirt. I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, it would probably look like this. You know, I'm like, what part? I mean, not as big, but. Probably be like you know, hey, good <laughs> My shirt will be. <laughs> nah, but yeah, for real, you should. Yo, I'll make cool. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to market, though. I think yeah. people, you know. And then I'm, I was like, right now the sticker doing... game and the yeah, uh, I was just about to ask you too. T-shirt game. People yeah. are about that. Like, I guess because they're more, they're kind of cost effective. And then on Instagram, there's a lot of vendors that are trying to sell stickers and things like that. Like in the beadwork game, I haven't jumped on it. I thought about doing it years ago, and I never did. Which is to take a piece that I beat it, take a picture of it, just make stickers out of it. I've never done it. But I thought about it, but all Shoot, like most beaters. Let me know we want to borrow this. This one's, this one's right pretty there, tight. I like out. this one. I like this one a lot. There's a lot of I, people that do that though. I like. I use this. I usually rock this when I'm wearing all, you know, all black. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I'll it just pop this, out from that. Yeah. Huh? And then people be like, "Damn, yeah. that shit's tight." Especially when I go to the casino, I'm like Carrizosa. Hey. Hey. Uh, but uh, there's a dude, a cat out of uh, Rincon. I did. I did a. Uh, wanted a, a the recon symbol but all red and black it was pretty tight oh that's and tight. then he did his uh his um i forgot what the letters represent something with his family or something 
But he had it kind of like how some of the rappers have like the, the double chain look. Uh-huh. He wanted it all in beads. I, I beaded him something like that. Oh, that's, that's kind of a cool one. Yeah. What is that? I wanted, I always wanted to get one of the, the V. You know, the kitchen V right there. Oh, yeah. On there. Like a dope one, though. Like, probably, I'd probably do black on the outside and then the V in red. Yeah. Just because that's my favorite color. And plus, it matches my whole wardrobe. Like, I mean, look at I'm wearing red Cortezes with black jeans and. <laughs> For a minute, dude, you weren't wearing nothing but white shirts everywhere, though, for a minute. Yeah, dude, for real. It's hard to do that when you start having kids and then she puts yeah, some color on. especially, too. Fuck. <laughs> well, damn, didn't you have that in high school? I'm like, yeah, fuck, see the sweat marks. <laughs> <laughs> like, now you got the kids be uh, dirtying your shirts up and stuff. Oh, for color. real, especially especially the youngest <laughs> one. I'll be holding her and she'd be like, what? Bring it right there. I'm like, really, dude? Come on. Uh, but man, yeah, other than that, yeah, I was I was thinking about doing the sticker game too. Yeah, you jump on that, dude. Yeah. You should. You should. Yeah. It's good promotion. I know I, I'll make up for like Life of the Res or uh, Master Beater. Um, and then uh, sometimes we have some of Shots Cook stickers too, which I kind of mess around with. But I'll, I'll like pass out a few hundred here and then when I go places. Yeah. It's just kind of cool, you know? And then you go to like all the taco shops in, in San Diego and you'll see, like, you'll see your life. stickers there and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, if you go to El Compadre, you'll see a live from the res there. I didn't put that one there. Somebody oh, there. I did see that. Yeah. I was going to send you that on um, on Instagram, but like, hey, what's up with you self-promoting? What's that in Ramona, that taco shop, the one that everybody goes to there? Uh, I forget what it's called right now, but there's one there, too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and then funny. there's uh, the Jack in a Box in, in Ramona has one. And then uh, I went to Los Cuatro's Meal Plus down there in San Diego. Uh, yeah, and there's a live from the res down there, too. Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. Hey, all over. Place, huh? I put a bunch of stickers. I'm, I'm about to just, out, I'm about to just go and just put them, right, put mine right <laughs> next to yours. And be like, look, see, I'm part of his crew yeah. too. That's funny. Well, you'll see like uh, DTM, you know, both of those guys, the Shandu and Onions and all that. You'll yeah. see, uh, you'll see those stickers everywhere, dude. If yeah, you ever paid, like, I'll be like in a drive-through at a Starbucks, and you look off to the curb, and you'll see like one of those stickers. You're like, oh wow. Warpath. Warpath's another one, dude. Oh, I'm about to you, make a whole song with them, you too. Go, so. You go, like, driving around the backcountry of, of San Diego County, and you're like, you'll see a stop sign. It'll just have a Warpath sticker on it. You're, like, randomly, like, what the oh, heck? Oh, man, that's Their funny. fans just be, like, marking wherever they live, you know? Dude, I, I can't wait until I um, I get in the studio with those guys, You're going to make too. a song with them? That'll be tight. Yeah, me, yeah. And, uh, me and Dean were just talking about it yeah. at uh, Dre's um, funeral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, well, when we were at the gravesite, we were talking, okay. and he was like, uh, he was like, dude, what's up, Angel? I didn't even recognize him because he's all dirty. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was talking to Trav, and, and I look, I look, and I'm like, oh, snap, what's up, dude? And I gave him a hug. He's like, what's up, man? I was like, dude, when do you want to make a song? He's like, you know where we practice? He just yeah. come on through and let me know. I'm like, yeah, that'd be a tight one. And then I'm working with um, uh, my Aunt Sarah's um, man, too, his band, Sleeping Faceless. We're doing a song together, too. We're just... Kind of figure out a time where we can, you know, it's the same. It's just all about timing, just yeah. But we can get everyone together, you know, and just just vibe out and like pick a topic for an idea. Yeah, it's, I've been connecting with a lot of people basically. I, I especially now since I'm really getting serious more with it now. But like I said, with my EP coming out even like later on this year, nice. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, like I said, it's just it's just cool to see that um, you know, a lot of artists from here like want to work with me. Like, yeah. Like sleeping, sleeping faceless. Um, I actually went to school with the drum. We went. I went. He went to Granite. Oh, drummer, uh, Matt Skillman. Yeah, he he's the role, he's the one with the bald head with the goatee back in the day. I probably seen. Yeah, if he, if I show you a picture, Small world, later, that's crazy. Like, yeah, East County's like that though. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell? Because like, because we met, we met when I performed at the distillery at Euphoric over in um, over in uh, San Marcos. 
Yeah. And I was opening up for them. I I just knew the singer, um, you know, because it's you know Sarah's man, but my future uncle, I call him. Hey. Yeah, Samson. He uh he uh um, we he was like, yeah, dude, come, can you open up for us? I'm like, yeah. I go and I go and I you know I'm meeting the band and then me and him looked at each other. We're like, did you go to Granite? You know, and then, yeah. and then it just went from there. And he's like, wait, I know you. He's all, you're Jorts. I'm like. I can't believe you remember that name. George, what is that? Because I used to wear the jump. I wore the jump. One day, one day, I forgot my gym clothes. And then um, I wore one day, like at school, I wore these jean shorts, like John Cena. Oh. So he called me Jorts. <laughs> I was like, you dick. I was like, damn, you still remember that? He's like, dude, how can I forget those hey, Jorts? Hey, those never made no comeback, huh? Yeah, no. Man, back in my day, I don't want to age myself here, but they used to have Jinko. People be walking, they'd be wearing those those. those G-shorts, yeah. <laughs> Dude, G-shorts are dope. Like, especially, like, I used to like those because I used to... Were you wearing the white beater with them and everything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, wanted, it was, I, I even wore That's the white tees, everything. I used to, what was it? The South Poles, <laughs> yeah. all that. Like, with the but the, the polo shirts with the jorts. Man, I look like a straight Mexican <laughs> walking around this res. I look like SPM. Uh, especially with my haircut, too. I used to get the, the fade right yeah, here with the little yeah. bit on the top. Dude, I look, just, like I said, I look straight like... Straight out of East Los, yeah. Like, <laughs> George. Uh, I was like, man, that's classic. Yeah, ever since said I was always my name from him. But yeah, and then next thing you know, we were talking about doing a song together. He didn't know I rapped. Oh, for I was real? like, dude, you went to school with me. You don't remember me hopping on stage with everybody and rapping? He's like, no. He's like, to be honest, I, I, I'd leave at lunch. <laughs> I was like, fuck. No hey, wonder. dude, I had the funniest memory ever. Back, I mean, you, you gotta remember this. We went to San Diego State to the, <laughs> and Nando was there. Yeah, and it let yeah him man. Go. Yeah, we'll smoke some weed. <laughs> That's oh, I was trying guy. to explain to my wife how funny that was. Like, oh, was I, I remember they were like, they were like, "All right, does anybody else like to rap?" <laughs> and they let yeah. him, they let him on the mic. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dude. I remember I was on stage." Well, you guys were all like so this. terrible because it was like, it was their fault. They have a rapper, you know, he's supposed to be like a battle rapper, but he really wasn't. And, and then, then, and they, then I they, show up, <laughs> and then you guys all show up. Well, you show up, and then like you pretty much make him look really bad, not on purpose. Yeah. You're being cool. No, about I it, hell no. You I just were way make, better. You were just I, noticeably no, better was, than you. I was trying to make him feel bad because he was talking shit. Yeah, remember he was trying to clown yeah. us. Yeah, he was then, trying to clown us for being up there, and I'm like, okay. and he just let it happen. And I was and like, all right, give me the mic. I'm on Nando. Give me that fucking mic. Give me that. And you were like noticeably better, and everybody was filling it. He just, you could just tell he was just kind of like, oh. Yeah, man. he even went, he and even stopped, gave... <laughs> he stopped his session. He's like, all right, thank you guys. Yeah. I'm like, it's been real. Then they give the mic to Nando, and he was just like, the worst lyrics oh you could ever hear. God. The most inappropriate for an Indian high school conference yeah, you could like, ever have lyrics. Yeah, man, you know, we can smoke some <laughs> weed. And we're like, I'm like, Nando. I just, <laughs> something about smoking weed, making babies, oh, and beating everybody up. I, I don't know, know why like, people, and it's funny too. The most lyric you could ever And hear. it's funny too, I don't know why a lot of people like would try to battle me too, and even in high school. I'm like, oh, bro, dude. like, I have nothing to prove. Like, I mean, I know I can battle you. It's just, damn. But like, even with, at that conference, I was... Was it um, all those all, all the older like the older um, students that you know that went to school that like Sequoia and all those they all knew him they all yeah. knew that rapper like, oh yeah he's so cool man he's pretty good I heard him and I'm like this is what you call good like <laughs> I mean like no disrespect I mean at least he got up there and try you know what I mean like I give him props for that like I give him I respect. still think Nando is even better than that guy though yeah. oh, you know bad props like, on Nando yeah, getting like, that time. <laughs> And then, like, they're all hyping but him yeah. up. And it was funny because they were, like, Susanna and everyone, they're all hyping him up, like, yeah, oh, my God. Like, the only one <laughs> hyping him up, right? The, the the dude. And I'm like, all right, give me the mic. Like, <laughs> I'm going to show you how it's really done. 
Fuck, I saw. I felt like big, like that uh, that scene in Biggie, uh, that Biggie <laughs> movie where he just grabs the mic from the dude and he just yeah. kills it. That's yeah, what yeah. I felt like. That's what I felt like. Yeah, man. I, was, I remember that, and I remember. Um, I remember the reason why we asked you to go to the if we can have our group, our hip hop group in your class is because me and Tyler, we um we told everyone we were gonna battle and right there at the quad, and. Soon as everyone heard we were gonna battle, yeah. the whole fucking school. The, like, the admin us. thought you guys were gonna fight. Or yeah, it was yeah. All oh yeah. yeah, Mr. Gear thought we were gonna yeah. fight. But when he was list, but he was listening. Like he wanted to see first. Like even the A's too. They were they, they would watch us. They were just watching me and him go yeah. back and forth. Like yeah, like we, like we weren't really roasting. Like we were just saying who was who was a better lyricist. Like we were just spitting verses. Well, some, verses. remember some of those battle raps back then were pretty funky, dude. You yeah. get one person, the other person would just get tore up. It was yeah. Sad. But it was because fucking you guys you know, were pretty evenly matched. Was yeah, good. I mean uh, that's and that's what I loved about work like yeah. rapping with Tyler and even Michael. Like we were all right here. Yeah, you know, like I said, no one was better than each other. We were just rapping to be right. You here. guys all had your own distinct styles, though. I thought was yeah. really good too. And I said, and I, I have so much respect for Tyler too. He's doing his thing on TikTok. I see him all the time yeah. at the gym too. He's out there lifting too now with his brother and. We talk, you know, we talk about that song, you know, rocking with the crew, like how cool that was, you know, to see everybody. And then me and him are thinking about doing another song, just me and him. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, like, like I said, man, like, like those guys, I always think, I always think back to basically like my humble beginnings where people would be like, man, like, why do you always talk about the res? This and that. I'm like, well, what do you want me to say? Like, oh, fuck, I'm from Logan. Like, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm fucking out here in Southeast, like active like yeah. no like i'm from the res dude like i'm a i'm half cowboy half redskin like come on now yeah <laughs> yeah you can't make up for your phone man it's... yeah it's not and then yeah but so yeah, this year man. what's what's your resolutions this year man we got what do you guys resolution what my, you resolu- to do? my resolution is trying to get more exposed you know like try to you know more, do do more like this you know like yeah promote my stuff on you know all platforms like like you're literally the first person i thought when i when i first announced my my album, you know, my album release, that was the first thing I said. I'm like, I want to go on, you know, Live from the Rest podcast to promote it because, one, I love your fan base. Two, like, you know, we're, you know, I grew up here. And three, it's like, it's you. you know, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather go through you first before, you know, I go somewhere else, you know. Well, one of these days when you get on a big tour, I'm going to come rolling with you. <laughs> oh, go ahead. You can be my hype man. I'll be your hype man in the back. I'll carry the towel. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay, I wipe my I wipe my face and I'll just throw it to you. And he's like, <laughs> but no, oh, my man. really my yeah my resolution is too is just be more active with my you know with my stuff you know with my music and you know and really take it more serious than I did back then because back then when I first came out like I was still kind of hesitant because you know work you know family and all this but now that you know I got you know another another baby on the way I'm like yeah this is if I want to do something for the rest of my life that's gonna this has got to be it. Like it's, it's it's either this or you know or nothing. Like it's this is my passion. This is what I've always dreamt about when I was a kid. Either this or pro wrestling. No matter what it is, this, these are my passions. Like this is what I want to do, and just keep putting out content just throughout the whole year, so I don't get so I don't lose a buzz or nothing like I did back then. You know, I, I your your way, your momentum. Yeah, yeah, and people but just, you know, people do got to know out there that you do work, man. You work and you do you're working and you're doing this. So yeah. I think that's a trap too. Sometimes people jump in like I'm just gonna put it all on this, and then they, I mean, they're sitting around kind of not doing 
It could be doing more. You know what I mean? It's like you got responsibilities. You're taking care of them, and you're doing this, man. So you could could probably do this till you're old as hell if you wanted to. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, Yeah, and then especially, too, this is going to be my last album with uh, Papa House Records. I'm going to try to branch out to my own little little vibe. It was cool. It was cool. I got to, you know, work with my uncle, you know, and his record label. But I feel like now it's just like, you know, I feel like I need to branch out in my own name, like, Stay in the shadow, kind of. Yeah, basically. keep learning, keep growing. Yeah. Maybe grow like, your I'm own. I'm always your own like, thing, if, huh? if I, I know for a fact, like, if I ask him to do a song, he'll do it with me, and it'll yeah. be the same way. Like, but it's just to me, I just feel like, nah, this is this is this is where I'm gonna probably end up just making my own my own uh, name off of you know my my own brand. And I've already have like an idea, but I'll. I'll announce it on. Yeah, you have to come back, share that, man. That's cool. And you know, when you get your thing up and rolling, and then they got their thing up and rolling, you guys can be, you know, cross marketing and things like that. You know, it's not about taking; it's about adding. And it's like they showed how to do it, so now it's your your turn. You're you're, you know to go do it yourself. Right. That's cool. That's the way it's supposed to be done. Exactly. And then like showing the way. Yeah, it's not like I'm dissing Papa's records or nothing. It's just you know that's my uncle's that's my uncle's name. That's his. That's his brand. You know, that's his. You know, I, I respect it and. I learned from it even growing up before I got signed before I ended up being a Papa House you know record uh, member a label mate and now you know like like I said this will probably be my last one just so just because I, I just want to grow you know like yeah. you know, I keep growing and especially now that I got a manager now so it's pretty yeah, like, shout out to Sarah Hernandez, yep. man. She's and you know what? She's a mover and a shaker. She's always like she gets stuff done, man. I think yeah. that's I think that's a big that's gonna help you a lot. Yeah, and especially I think it's gonna to, move things she, for sure. Yeah, and she's the one that's helping me get gigs too. And you know, she's such such a good support system too, especially like she hears my ideas, she'll she'll put an input on it, but yeah. then she'll just be like, you know what? Do, and she'll stand we'll her ground, dude. I saw her on on uh, Facebook last week. You know, at the at the uh, Raiders Stadium with yep, a Charger jersey. Yep. <laughs> I was like, that's gangster. I was like, that's oh, gangster. How do you how are you gonna go show up to a Raiders game with a, with a? I mean, I would, but it's just I would have to go with a group of Charger groups, not just be a lone wolf. Like she was a lone wolf in the whole entire stadium. For I mean, real, she's the only Charger, only yeah, Charger fan. There. I, I felt and like they lost it. that. That was so dirty. I felt. Uh, I mean, that was. Bad I felt. I felt like Chargers. we gave. I felt like we gave. I felt like we gave the. Raiders that game on the last that last on um, the overtime we gave them that fucking yard so they can kick that field goal. That was rough to watch, dude. I don't watch football these days as much mm-hmm. as I used to, but I used yeah. to be a pretty diehard Charger fan. Yeah. Tell San Diego, uh, watching that, I was fan. like, "Yeah, I'm good, dude. This is why I don't watch Chargers anymore." Oh my gosh, nah, real talk. Like we, oh man, we were so close, dude. Like <laughs> I'm still, I'm a, I'm a diehard Charger fan, regardless, no matter if they're here or in L. A. or fucking even even if they go to. York, I'll still root for the Chargers. Don't matter. They were my team here. Why? Why am I gonna switch up because they're not here? That's what I did. I said, "Screw yeah, them." <laughs> I know. I was okay. I was really about to hit up everyone who had a Charger jersey. I'd have been like, "Hey, let me get anyone, your... yeah, let me get yours." <laughs> Bye, dollar holla. Uh, well, bet. you heard it here. Little Stone ain't going nowhere from the Chargers. Yeah, no never. Where they go. Never. Well, I man, thanks for rolling in to the podcast and and sharing about your album. And we're gonna have to get you back in. Later in the year, you know, when, uh, you know, everything else drops, too, and you get stuff going and see how things are rolling and shows are picking up. Right now we're in the middle of winter, but I know you're going to have some shows popping up this summer just because that's Dude, what's that's, up, you know that's what I mean? Po- that's when it's so. going, yeah, that's where it's usually popping. I can't wait to come back to, you know, tell you guys about my next project and how um, my new label will be, you know. is this 
it's not a it's not a like I said it's not a diss to Papa House Records it's more of a you know I just want to brand my own self you know instead of staying in Papa House you know like and building my name off of my own my own brand instead of under Halo you know I know yeah man I, good things gonna come from that man I really believe it yeah I can't wait I can't wait to share it to everybody when we come back again that's right and the two two 2022 and we're live from the Riz holla laters yeah. <laughs>